Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Sarcasm City TV special. For those that haven't seen the Sarcasm City TV specials before, it's where I sit down and it's one-on-one -on -one live streams with the biggest and best content creators in the game. And the irony that we're late here and the, this man right here coined the phrase lateness is greatness. That's testament to his influence, first and foremost. Secondly, I don't think he gets, I know he gets a lot of plaudits and thoroughly deserved, but I don't think he gets the plaudits he deserves for the amount of work that he does and how consistent he is. Like you, we've all heard the phrase, a man of many traits, a master of nothing. This man's a man of many traits and excels at absolutely everything. Whether it's on his own channel, which is growing, I don't even know what astronomical subscriber number he's at, where he's doing solo videos. And that's how good he is that he can do solo videos, solo videos by himself. But then he's got Elite Talent ID. He put together a show that I'm a part of Battle of the North, which I get asked about legit every single week. And ironically, that Daps was the one who's just raided here from Never a Foul. Big up to Daps, Daps each and every time. So that's testament to his ability to not only host, but put a panel together for a successful show. But then you might see him on DR Sports as well. And even on DR Sports, he's then more of a shooter than he is giving assists. But then he'll be doing F1 as well. Then you might see him on the red carpet at Fast and Furious premiere. He might be at the launch of TNT Sports. Like the list goes on. He might be advertising some form of, some form of a food company. Absolutely. Like I said, man of many traits, excels are absolutely everything. And of course, let me not forget, a part of one of the biggest shows as well, Big Six. I'm saying integral member of that show. They went out to New York, big up the whole uh, big six gang gang as well. But we're welcome returning. My like Matisse. Thank you so much. <laughs> what are you saying? This man? guy, every time I come on his channel, he's just be making me blush, man. God damn, what's wrong? <laughs> nah, with it's you? only right, man. It's what's wrong right. with you, bro? Nah, man, it's an absolute pleasure, man. It's an absolute pleasure. I miss, I even miss our shows that we used to just do on Twitch there. We used to, we used to chat a whole heap of shit, bro. We used to speak about everything and anything. Um, but yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to be back. Yeah, big up the chat as well. Um, and yeah, man, looking forward to it. Looking forward to the show. Yeah, man, we're gonna get into everything. Large up the chat as well. Make sure you bump up the likes as soon as you land. Make sure you bump up the likes, share this across all of the socials, and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV and subscribe to Matisse's channel. The link is in the title as well. But yeah, Matisse, it's only right that I intro you like that. This is all about not only doing one on ones and people i'm a fan of getting on here but giving their people giving people their flowers when whilst they're here you know what i'm saying letting people know how great they are while here rather than wait till they pass you know what i'm saying i appreciate it. i was watching your show last night with lewis um and i and i and, and you said that and it's, it's spot on to be honest like you have to you have to you just have to when you go around i say it you know you have to appreciate it. and when when i when i go down the street and people talk talk about battle of north and they say to me yo that show is 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 is, is top like even the show we just did the ending the comments, just people are just loving, loving the ending of that. And the, the it's not even, like I said, like you'd think that kind of stuff is planned, but it's just going off the cuff and everybody's just chipping in and putting, putting their, their, their two cents in. And it's just, it's just coming together and becoming a mad show. So yeah, it's, it's one of the, it's one of the shows I do that. I know even if I've had a long day and I'm tired, I know when I do that show, I'm going to have to I'm be gonna, wide, awake, wide awake and I know that, gonna show, that show is going to be fire. So yeah, man, um, I love that show. I love yeah. that it is. <laughs> and the chat are saying they get, yeah, I love that show too. They're saying again, they echo from you, but I don't know if it's on my side or your side. I'm not sure. It might be. I'm not sure. Um, Double yeah, check. It might be gone now. Might be gone. Mm. Might be gone. 
Is it gone? Let us know in the chat, please, people. I'm hearing it. Is it? All right, let me jump out and jump back in. You know what I'm saying? Give me one sec. Oh, it should be all right, actually, because my echo cancellation is off. But large up the chat, get your questions in as well. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, because I've got the echo cancellation echo cancellation thing on. Let us know, please, people. Let us yeah. know. I think it's I think it's gone now. Nah, is it? Let nah, us know I, in the I, chat, I please, it's people. Just still there. <laughs> I've got the echo cancellation on as well. Yeah, I've got it on as well. I don't know what's going on. Give me a There's a new feature where you can reduce background noise for your mic. I'm gonna yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to try that as well. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know what's going on. What are we saying, people? Man is saying it's calm. Still there? Let us know. Let us know in well, the like chat. And while, while, but like while it's slightly that, there, but it's, it's, it's dropping ever so slightly. It's dropping. But I don't know what it is because maybe my headphone playing up. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, people, you know what it's like, man. Technical difficulties. You know how stream yard be doing. My my setup's kind of how it usually is, so I'm not really not really sure what else to change. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Let us know. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll jump back in. Let me jump. Yeah, back yeah, in. yeah. Jump out and jump back in. No stress, family. Let me do it. Is the echo coming from? Is it still there on my side? Let me know if my if I'm echoing people. Don't worry, we are gonna get this up and running. Do not worry, people. Let me know if I'm echoing. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's up, but let's bump up the likes, share this across all the socials, and subscribe to the channel. It's the echo from me. That's what I need you lot to let me know. Let me know if it's from me. Before I click Matisse back in. <laughs> this is why I fucked with you lot, because you lot help with the assistance of the show. <laughs> but let me know if it's from me before I click Matisse back in. Because the echo cancellation is on, so it's gone. All right, cool. For some reason, my headphones don't want to work. And shout out Daps is vaping the chat as well. You know what I'm saying? That's a real one. So it's not for me. All right, cool, cool, cool. We should be, we should be all right. Let's see, let's see. There we are. I think yes, what we say. Right. Now, now, now I'm still now hearing I'm the echo. echo. I'm not sure where it's coming from. It's coming. I have one second. Let me get some different headphones. Give me one second, fam. I'm not go. sure where Give it's coming. Give me one second. Give me one second. Yeah, it's a strange one, people. All of a sudden, my headphones don't want to work. <laughs> CB's on to me. He's like, yo, fix it. Fix but this it. is my usual setup. Usually my, my normal my headphones, setup. everything's plugged in. I don't know what's going on, guys. <laughs> oh, wait. By the saying, this is not me. I think that's it gone now. No, no, I lied. <laughs> Don't worry, people. Yeah, man, we get this they're telling, me, they're telling me I'm the problem. I'm like, yo, I, there's nothing else. There's nothing else I can do. I don't know what else to do. Yeah, I don't know why my head because my head. Yeah, because my headphones is my headphones ain't plugging in. That's why. You know what I'm saying? It's not picking them up. I don't know what's going on. All right. Give me one second, fam. Let me let me jump out and jump back in myself. You lot, one second. <laughs> Is it still going on? No, see, look, it's stopped now. So I, let, let's not play the blame game. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just a it's a collective issue between everybody because right now you're not hearing any echo. So I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. But yeah, just turn it on and turn it off again. But listen, get get your questions in, man. Let me let me go through that chat. Let's see what's let's see what's being said, man. Um, obviously, predominantly we're going to talk about Chelsea. I'm sure. Um, we've made a couple of signings, but. You know my thoughts. You know how I feel. I still need, um, I still need Kaiseido through the door, man. And a lot of people, I see a lot of people saying, "Oh, why? Oh, why? Oh, oh, it's back! It's back! It's back!" The echo back. <laughs> yeah, it's me. So I just mute myself in it while I'm talking. But let's go there. Can Mauricio Pochettino take Chelsea back to the top? Mm, um, 
I, th I think he can. I think it's going to take time, though. I think, you know, for me personally, I've seen the age range of players that we're signing, and it's definitely, it's not a ready-made, you know, instant success crop that we're bringing in here. It's a lot about long-term planning. But even with long-term planning, you still got to handle and take care of the present. And that's what we've got to do this season, that there's no real excuse to not be finishing in the top five. I think via the coefficient points, the way I, I, my understanding of it is the season after next Champions League format's changed um, for 24-25. And that means there's five slots um, for, for Champions League this season. I think England currently have the most of coefficient points and then Spain are second. So if we finish in fifth, whoever finishes in fifth, you get Champions League football. So that's the aim. We need to be finishing in the, in, in the fifth spot. At a minimum, I'm not really bothered about whether it's fourth, whether it's fifth. Like, if you're fourth or fifth, you're genuinely most of the time, 99.9% of the time, you're not in the title race. Mm -hmm. I've seen three horse races before. Take it back to Rogers, um, Mourinho, and 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 I think was it Pellegrini and Man City mm -hmm. um, going after the league title as as a as a trio, and you know. Chelsea and Liverpool fall short and obviously Man City go on to win it. That's that's a potential free horse race, but you don't really see four teams going for it. So I'm not bothered whether it's fourth or fifth. I just want to see stability. I want to see improvement in the quality of football, development for the young players and obviously Champions League qualification. And then on top of that, I want to win a cup. Very similar to the season you had, I think, last season is kind of what we need to be we need to be getting. And And even then, if we do all that, I don't even think anybody should be blowing smoke up our ass, obviously, because we spent a lot of money. So this is kind of like, you know, it's not even, I don't even feel proud to say that this is the aim, but it is the aim due to the way that we've decided to go about our business. So yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, you still muted? <laughs> Wait, he's fixing something. He's fixing something. Um, literally because I had the speakers on the wrong port now it should be live there shouldn't be yeah there's no echo now my apologies there shouldn't be you know it was on my side because oh. it was coming out of the speakers and not the headphones but we okay, moved we're here I don't know okay, why it changed okay, the setting okay. typical stream yard <laughs> but we're here people yo we're let here. your apologies be as loud as your up. disrespect <laughs> yeah people thought it was Matisse it was on my side the stream yard changed it but big up to before we get into even more so of more things Chelsea Dab says flawless you're spot on about Matisse but let's be real you are also massively underrated for your work rate consistency and being bulletproof much appreciated that for the kind words but now nah, we gotta give credit to Matisse because like I said I need to just redo the intro real real quick people that's what this show is all about is giving people their flowers while they're here obviously hearing them unfiltered and hearing them get their shit off not only about their own team but about anything else that may be bothering them as well not bothering them but anything else they want to rant about you know what i'm saying or anything in regards to any of uh, any rival in particular so that's what this is all about as well. Large up the chat also. Let's bump up the likes as well. Um, there's over 200 of you lot in here. We're only at 89 likes. I see you big up to JP, Omid, Pels, Jay Brooks, uh, Warrior J as well. Mohammed C1, I see you. Of course, Daps as well. My apologies, it was on me in regards to the echo, but we're here, people. We're here. We are going to sort it out. So you just said that even if you do finish 4th or 5th, you don't anyone, want anyone blowing smoke up Chelsea's ass. So what are you looking for this season? Not only in terms of results, but also in terms of performances, like on mm. the pitch. Is there anything in particular? Because obviously your attack wasn't like, well, your whole team pretty much didn't the perform. Whole team so what, you, just yeah, what yeah. are you looking for? Let me know. Yeah, I mean, the, the reason why I say that is because it's like, we should be in Champions League. You know, 
we should be in the Champions League every single year at a minimum. That's the expectation. We're just trying to get back to where we should already be. Um, last season was horrendous. It's probably one of the, if not the worst performance from any big team in the history of the sport. <laughs> so I mean, like, without without being deducted points, you know, without being deducted <laughs> points, which is what Juventus were, and they still managed to, you know, actually finished on a higher points tally than us. I'm mm. pretty sure. Like, you you don't really get any worse than dropping into the bottom half. So for me personally, I I feel like yeah. We're, we're just trying to get back to where we should be. But in terms of the team, I just want to see a consistent press from the front, um, okay. an organised press, which we have been looking better in pre-season. I want to see um, patterns of play. I think the left-hand side, something that's been quite clear and consistent throughout the pre-season games is there's good, um, there's a good connection and there's a good link-up between Jackson and Nkuku, Jackson and Mudrick. Um, it, it is mainly Jackson and another person, but it's coming off that no. left-hand side. Um, on the on the right, Carney as well with Jackson. But mm. on the right, Sterling over there has been a little bit, um, a lot really disappointing. He's been he's been very underwhelming, and his spot is very much up for grabs. So we just need to balance it out. We've got the left hand side. Seems mm. like there's something cooking. There's a lot of goals and chances that have come from link ups over there. But in the right side, we need to we need to fix that, and we need to start seeing some cohesion there. And then I think the other glaring issue right now is the midfield you know you look at the the center of the park yeah. we're very easily played through and that's because there's there's a lack of balance in there I think Caicedo this is for me why he's so he's so important to get get that deal done a lot of people say listen what are the alternatives I've gone through the the market for midfielders because I was I was compiling a video to kind yeah, of yeah. like say actually th- there's other options here and it's not that deep but it mm. is that deep it really is like there are some talented young players in France. Don't get me wrong, um, kid at Salzburg, but Pochettino keeps saying that he wants someone experienced. And even though Caicedo is not very experienced, at least he's you know he's gone to a World Cup. He's had one Premier League season. We're, we're talking about targets that have not kicked a singular ball in the Prem. Um, and and you know I think we've already done a lot of unproven you know scouting talent great yeah, yeah. But, but Enzo desperately needs someone a little bit more proven and a little bit more you know exactly what you're getting because as as much as I love Enzo in preseason it's been a rough ride for him so we do need we do need someone oh has so has he what so has he not suffered in terms of him not being good enough but you mentioned mm. the balance so you think once there's somebody who's more defensively sound you will, you'll see an even better Enzo I don't want to put him into this kind of like blame game of the partner all the time because I do think yeah. he also needs to be better like his passing hasn't been okay. where it where it is but it's preseason. I, I you know I, that's what I was going to say it's pretty he's, he's, he's a quality player I just need against Liverpool I just need them passes to be crisp yeah. I need them passes <laughs> to be certified you know whatever cobwebs you're dusting off in preseason with the passing being bypassed as well in midfield a little bit um, whatever you're dusting off just make sure at Stamford Bridge against Liverpool in the first home game that you're back to your level that's kind of what we want from him but he's a quality player but he does have he does have deficiencies in his game I think first phase he's not an expert you know but that's not a problem because I don't particularly want to see him as the deepest midfielder Um, I want it to be someone like Caicedo and I think that's where they'll balance each other out quite well Caicedo is a brilliant recoverer of the ball brilliant tackler brilliant in the first phase very you know, spatial spatial awareness is is top press resistance. So right. for me, it's just a good balance to 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 get because right now, it's if we don't have Santos in there and he's still young as well, then it's peak. 
Nah, I hear that. So that was going to be my next question. Anyway, I was going to go to mm. Kaiseido and you've just waxed lyrical about him and how highly you rate him. Are you yeah. at the point now, considering how long this saga's gone, where we need him, he's quality. If they yeah. want 100 million or north of 100 million, sign him. Or you just mentioned alternatives. Would you go and say, go get option B or option C, who might be less? Where do you stand if you could press the button in regards to moving the deal forward or not? I'd pay. I'd pay the money. Okay, like a so lot you think people, he's like, that good? Go, talk about 100%, it. hundred percent. Like a, a lot of people will be like, and I see it like, you know, Enzo costs this much. So why do you need to spend this much on X player here? And it's like, you have to understand Enzo's game. You have to understand what Enzo is. Yeah. Just because a player costs a certain amount, it doesn't mean that they, they necessarily don't have deficiencies in their game. Yeah, you know, true, true. You, you still have to play them in their right position and play them in their right role. Mm. You know, you don't sign, say, you know, Grealish for a hundred million and then go and stick him at wing back and be like, why, why do we need to spend X amount on a left back and change to a four? Why can't Grealish just do what he's being told to do? It's like, bro, that's not his position. And Enzo is not a sitting midfielder. I said it before he arrived. He played next to Luis at Benfica in that double Mm -hmm. pivot. Um, You know, he had someone that was a little bit more physically, you know, robust next to him to do the defensive work he does yeah. chip in it's just not his it's just not his um it's not his forte it's not his expertise to be to be shielded in the back line i don't particularly want to see him there it's like you've got all of this passing range and all of this potential key to unlock the door why am i going to have you picking up the ball for the center backs it doesn't make any sense so yeah. for me it's a position that we need to I rectify anyway like we've needed it regardless we let go of kante we let mm. go of Jorginho. we let go of the 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 defensive players in in the fact that they would win the ball and and recover it we need to we need to bring someone in it's it's, it's whether it's Caicedo or not someone got to come in okay so you would would you be disappointed if you didn't get Caicedo or you signed mm. somebody else for that role is that where you're at because it seems you rate him highly and think he'll have a big impact on the team yeah I think I think obviously you know you have to give credit to the Zerbi in the system because I think I, yeah. I, I think if like a Lavia was at Brighton last season I think he would have got massive it's for how he would have played True. in that system. I think he would have That's been fair. brilliant. That's fair. It's just, it's just when you're when you're searching for like some sort of guarantee, you just you just match up Caicedo's statistics and his range of 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 traits, and you put it out there into the world, and you look for other alternatives. And the other man don't they don't have the variety. They they're good in some aspects of what Caicedo does, but they're not good in others. I even you look got, at, you got, you got, and, I, and and people were hating for years on this opinion, but I even said on N'Golo Kante. N'Golo Kante for me was never a sitting midfielder. I would never ask him to anchor a midfield. I would always either ask him to play next to a sitter or play as a box-to-box because he was someone that wanted to, you know, go and get the ball, go and make those those kind of aggressive runs to to intercept, to tackle and be on the front foot. He wasn't one to just sit there and kind of just wait for things to come to him. Caicedo, I feel like actually could be a player that actually could sit um, and is a player that still can be moulded as... He doesn't have to be a box-to-box just because he's got legs. He mm. can actually be a sitter and he can, you know, in the first phase, like I said, receive the ball under pressure and do those things. I, so for me, I just I just look at the traits and I think to myself, who else can pass? Who else can be press resistant? Who else can tackle and intercept to the high level? You know, who else has, has, has then proven it as well in the Prem? And also, Brighton play at a level that everybody wants to play at. It's not like as if he's coming from this, this <laughs> negative team that play counter-attack and will he translate? Brother, I'm trying to play how Brighton play. Do you know what I'm saying? You're like, trying I'm to play trying how to, Brighton play, but I'm you, trying you to want play better. How they you play. Want be- yeah, but you want better. Actually, 
better results, Brighton's results would be better for you, look. So yeah, I get your point. Bro, obviously, like, <laughs> we've got to get point. better results than Brighton because we ain't trying to finish seventh. Yeah. But like, who was playing better football than Brighton last year? Like, they maybe very you, good could, football. you could say Arsenal up until February. You could mm-hmm. say maybe City as well. Obviously, you always got to put their hat in the ring. But Brighton, after that, Brighton are the third best team in terms of the style of play last season. So if you're mm-hmm. if you're going to Brighton under Deserby in particular, and you're seeing look at look at still against you guys versus De Gea in terms of the past completions and the way he's spraying the ball both feet, I was like, well, what's going on? <laughs> I used to use this guy on Football Manager 2013 at Middlesbrough, and, and yeah, yeah, he was he was he was, school, he was yeah. nothing, bro. He was a Championship goalkeeper. Now he's spraying passes. On, it, on his way to European football. So, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the time when we make signings, we've translated it wrong because they've come from a different style of play, a different system. And, you know, they play a different brand of football. They play into space or whatever they, whatever they take advantage of. But you see Caicedo playing in the heart of a Deserby team? <laughs> Give me some of that, bro. Because that brother must be technical as shit. 100%. Okay, so that's where you're at with it. All right, that's 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 mm. fair enough. And on top of like Kaiseido, is there any other positions you look at and go, we need to strengthen there? So for instance, you mentioned how light you are in midfield, not only in quantity, but also in quality as well. So as another central midfielder, you would like in an ideal world, maybe somewhere else in the attack, maybe the defence, obviously goalkeeper, you just signed Sanchez, which will, well, you're looking to sign Sanchez, which we'll get into as well. But yeah, thoughts? Um... Also, you guys finished sixth. Apologies, not seventh. Um, but it's still not good enough because we need Champions League. But anyway, <laughs> That's uh, in terms of other other areas, people talking about the striker, I I wouldn't mind. I, I'm not opposed to it completely. I just feel like if we're going after another striker, then, <laughs> sorry, this makes uh, me laugh. From, <laughs> from last week. What was it? <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Battle of the North last week with the Vlahovic news. Because the thing is, for those, make sure you go check that out. There is a playlist for it on this channel. Mr. You know what it is, yeah? When, when news together. hits me, bro. <laughs> bro, when news hits me, I just, I just, I'm I've, just stunned. But I've never seen you like that before, though. That's the case. You know like, I've never seen you. I've never seen, well, I've never been on stream with you or been watching a stream you've been on and news has broke about Chelsea that you have been unhappy with. That's why the reaction you know, was you know so what? funny. And I didn't know you was unhappy about Vlahovic. I had no I, idea. I, I, and you I thought I was trolling. And I had no I des- idea. <laughs> I desperately want to get rid of Lukaku. Desperately. Desperately. <laughs> oh, I yeah. will, bro, Talk I about will it. Take... We'll, we'll go with Lukaku. Bro, yeah, let's I, go will, there. I will take that man to any airport. Stansted, Heathrow, Manchester, Piccadilly. I don't give a damn, bro. But, but in terms of the striker, I'm very particular mm. now. And the thing is, I've been burnt before. So I'm learning from my mistakes. Okay. Unless the striker is ticking every single goddamn box, I'm not in it. I'm not involved because our, our record with strikers is so bad that I need to be guaranteed that this person's technical ability is like mm-hmm. bang on. And their all-round game is very polished. And the thing is with Vlaovic is that for me personally, it's not even the fact that just going for another striker. If you're going for another striker, you have to get rid of Brozier. You have to sell him or you have to loan him. You may as well even just sell him at this point because it's like you clearly maybe don't really have a, a, a plan for him to really come back into the first team because the whole thing was is coming back from an injury and Poch actually really likes him. So maybe we'll see what happens. Obviously, people haven't seen him in the preseason now. So they've kind of just said, you know what? We ain't got time for this. Keep it moving. Yeah, you lot have absolutely hyped up preseason. That doesn't, yeah, it, it doesn't really sit well with me because I feel like if a professional footballer picks up an ACL or massive injury, defending your badge, defending your crest, the least you could do, in my opinion, especially when it's their first big injury, the least you can do is let them recover and show you that 
they're trying to get back to their best level. If they don't, fair enough. But if they mm. if if they do, then fantastic. But obviously, football is a lot more ruthless than that. But I just feel like, you know what I mean, like you sent someone out into the battlefield. They're on the front line for you. They're pressing. Mm. They're working hard. They're going up for duels, and then they get they get shot, and you're just like, nah, yeah. fuck it. it Get get to the side, bro. You know what I'm saying? We're like, we we ain't got time for this. So I don't know. It's it's, it's ruthless. But yeah, in terms of because I think Bro is a good player. I think I think a lot of our fan base have probably underrated him. In my opinion, I think he's a lot better than people think. But um, in terms of the striker, I just I would much prefer somebody that. I mean, look at the way Jackson's playing in preseason. The guy is holding up the ball. He's running the channels. His link up is fantastic. I just don't know what the fascination is with. I want a different version of a striker that has maybe more limitations but i just want it for a contrast why why when you have everything would you want now less no other position in football is like this if you see a midfielder that's all-rounded you don't go to yourself you know what i could do with someone more limited that doesn't do the all-round like their all-round game isn't as great but i just want a contrast like in every position you in my opinion should be searching for the best footballers and the most Facts. well-rounded footballers you possibly can. Why would you yeah. want deficiencies? Why would you want limitations? I don't understand it. In every other position, everybody's looking for a complete player as close yeah. as they can get to it. Full yeah, back, that's centre-back. You're not looking for someone who can't contest aerial duels. Why would you mm. look for that when you can get someone who can? Like, yeah, yes, we can cover up for it, but why would we want to? Goalkeeper. Yeah. Oh, he he can shot stop, but he can't play out from the back. Okay, how about we just get both? Do you know what I mean? But why is it when it comes to strikers, people are like, yeah, do you know what? He's not actually good at dribbling, and we know that we need to unlock defenses and low blocks. But hmm. yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's just let's just go with. We don't want that. Let's just get something else. Like, no, I want that too. Like, if you're a striker for Chelsea at this point, I want you to be able to do everything as much as possible. So, so why is it Vlahovic doesn't do that? You're so against his pressing. Isn't isn't for me good enough for a Poch team from what okay. I've seen so far. Um, dribbling, we can leave that out the door because that doesn't exist. He doesn't do that. Do you know what I mean? Take, he doesn't. Take, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't take on players. Do you know what I'm saying? So if I need him to take on a player, so it's a little bit of a sticky one still. Um, and I think, listen, I think his touch and his link up is okay. I think you know it could be a little bit inconsistent here and there. I don't want to judge him too much off Allegri's time because Allegri was a criminal. Do you know what I mean? I, saw, I watched a couple of Juventus games and he was playing Chiesa yeah. as a wing back. Now you know when you're doing that you're a bad bad Jeez, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. listen, I think he's I think he's a, I think he's a good forward. I just I'm just seeing quite clear that Chelsea are not clear whether they want him or not. Mm-hmm. He we don't even know if he's going to pass his medical because he's got a lot of injury issues. And I heard something of, about a chronic. Do you, was it is that a chronic groin, groin injury? Pelvis, I've heard. Pelvis, yeah, something. I don't, I heard know, that, I don't know. I don't know how true pelvis, that is, but carry uh, on. Chronic. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just see a bunch of injuries on transfer market, and I think <laughs> that's a problem. You know, especially if there's a lot of them in a short space of time. But listen, mm. nobody knows if he's going to pass his medical. He's probably going to be on high wages. We don't even know if he wants to join us because, again, we haven't agreed personal terms. And Chelsea are not sure if they want him because I'm hearing words like accept him in the Lukaku deal. Now, two weeks ago or a month ago when you when you were looking at the reports, Fabrizio was tweeting, Chelsea, Vlaovic is not on their list and they mm. will not entertain a swap deal of Lukaku. The only thing that's changed is Lukaku can't be sold because nobody wants him. And Borja hasn't, <laughs> hasn't appeared in preseason. So now Chelsea are like accepting him. I'm not saying he can't be a great striker. It's like, 
But for me, it's like I'm just looking at them thinking there's 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 a bit of a risk. Like there's 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 a couple red flags before we've even signed him. Why 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 go ahead with that if you could just find someone else that maybe doesn't have the red flags? We just signed a centre back um, from I think Monaco. With oh, you talk about Diassi? Yeah, with literally no injuries, like none. The only thing this man caught was COVID, and that was it. He didn't have no injuries on 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 that. Fantastic. So at least I don't have to worry about that. So I don't know. I feel like listen, is, would people want Vlavic? Would Chelsea want Vlavic if Lukaku wasn't at our club? It's an interesting question. Would you take the hit though to get rid of Romelu Lukaku to get Vlahovic in? Um, push comes to shove. Yeah. Push comes to shove. I mean, I probably would because I, I I just dislike Lukaku that much. But that's not good. That's not a good. Like that's not that's not me endorsing Vlahovic. You know what I mean? Like that's not an, that's, that's not an endorsement of Vlahovic. And that's my problem with this. I know that that's the feeling amongst the fans. I know that's the feeling amongst yeah. the board, and that's my deep feeling as well. Like I said, I have no, I, I, you know, I don't dislike Vlavic. Vlavic is, is a clean slate. He, mm-hmm. As long as he comes with a good attitude, a willingness to work, and Poch likes him, and he's ticking a cup, and he, he gets over his injury issues, and he develops and he improves, he could be the next Harry Kane for all I know. And I would love that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? As long as him and Jackson, the only thing I have an issue with is when you, and you said this yesterday with Lewis on, on stream, when you mm-hmm. bring in a striker like Vlavic, who does have question marks, but is on higher wages, cost more, the politics comes into play. The last thing I want is for Jackson to get rubbed out because of politics. If it's an yes, even so. playing field, if it's an even playing mm. field and both of them equal opportunity, then cool, no problem, because let the best man win. But if Vlavic comes in and he's starting straight away because he's the big signing, nah, 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 nah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. here for that. I'd ra- I genuinely would rather not even get nobody because I genuinely believe, okay. even though I've not seen a lot of... Um, <coughs> Jack- even though I've not seen a lot of Jackson... I feel like he has the he's he's already showing he's got the potential to be something quite special. So, and a lot of time it's not just the player that will hamper their own you know shelf in terms of where they can you know get to. It's it's also the dynamics of the squad who's blocking them, politics, manager favoritism. You know all these things play a part as to whether or not a player is going to get enough opportunities to show consistency and then to reach the top level. So we might have a gem here, and because we're so obsessed and. You know, we need a big name, and oh, look what he did a couple of years ago at Florentino, bro. Look, I'm, look, 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 look what Havertz did a couple of years ago at Bayer Leverkusen. Like, to be honest, I don't really care too much. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, football, football goes on a yearly basis. Things can change, and, and this ain't Fortnite. We don't revive people. The only reason why I have any smidge of confidence really is because of Poch. If Poch wasn't here, I'd be even more against it. Because we don't, we don't, we don't coach, improve, revive players. That's not what we do. We we take you and we we dent your confidence, especially as a striker. <laughs> we punch you up and we send you back where you came for a lot. We less don't do that here. We, we don't revive you. Know we don't saying? do a that lot here. Less. Like people are talking about. People are talking like, oh, we can revive you, bro. You better revive yourself because we're Chelsea. You know what I'm saying? We don't do that around here. We don't true, we don't improve true. strikers. You you better be good because when when you get here, this is the real test. And I know I know he's gonna get that number nine shirt as well. Vlavic number nine. Oh, I can smell it from here. He go and get that shirt, and that shirt right there. Phew, that's killed many a man. So he better be good because if he ain't if he ain't perfect or he ain't trying to be perfect, this club will make sure that his deficiencies are on show. We'll show that shit in four K. Okay. 
Jeez, <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, you showed that. Okay, first. Hey, here's a Chelsea fan, Matisse, talking about Chelsea. That's why he's here. Sarcasm City special, people. Before we continue, just over 300 people in the building. Let's continue to bump up the likes, though. We're at 144. Let's get up to 170 likes. Like check, 1212. Let's hit that like button. Continue to share this across the socials. Make sure you follow at Sarcasm City TV across the social, all the socials. And subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV, as well. And don't forget, Subscribe to the main man's channel here, Matisse. The link is in the title, people. Click the link in the title. It opens up a new tab. You can subscribe to his channel. And, you know what I'm saying, go to all his socials and see what he's promoting. Try to get a deal when he's doing 25% off, you know what I'm saying, for Uber Eats <laughs> or Just Eat or something like that. But you mentioned that. We'll stick on the striker um, situation with Lukaku. Mm. So say today Lukaku did a video again and... Apologize wholeheartedly <laughs> for all the You are a funny guy. You know that? Why am I, I, why am I funny guy? I've got to ask, these, yeah, I got ask these questions. This guy <laughs> really trying to run it back. Listen, I'm not, this, I'm not trying to, I'm just talking from something. a hypothetical standpoint. Yeah, go on, brother, go on. This go brother on. could apologize. He could send flowers. He can take us out for a wonderful meal. He could, he could do whatever he pleases. He could say, I'm backing on better, go to the cameras and say, my inspiration was Drogba. He can go back to Stamford Bridge with his dreads from West Brom and look at the stadium all shiny eyed. I don't give a flying fuckaroos. This brother, get out of my club. Do you understand? That was the message from day one. I've not changed my message. In fact, I even went, I even went on live TV and said it again, just so he TV. could potentially hear me. Because you see me, I wanted to be so honest. I'm not mm -hmm. taking any words as gospel anymore from this man. I was hoodwinked. I was my M-A-H manipulated. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, bro. You don't understand the amount of propaganda I did for this guy. I, 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 I look watched, at this as, this, I is, this, is, borderline, this is borderline cheating, bro. Like, <laughs> you're cheating on the fans. You're cheating on the club. We're not listening to anything more you've got to say. Pick up your shit and go. It, it, it's so funny to me because the Inter Milan situation is like a classic example. He said that, I only want to play for Inter. Then next thing you know, he's talking to Juventus. And he's not picking up Lotaro's phone calls, but he was just at his wedding with Me Megan the Stallion. This brother, you can't trust what he says. He's all over the place. Inter Milan are furious with him now. So he's not got many options. The, the best thing that can happen here, to be quite honest, is that he goes to Saudi and then I'd like to see if Chelsea continue their interest in Vlavic. Because if we sign Vlavic off our own back, yeah. cool. Now I know you're serious. If Lukaku can go elsewhere, that would be perfect because now I know our real intentions. Vlavic is like, like my daughter. What are your intentions with my daughter? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what are your intentions? Do you, do you really rate her? Do you really rate her? Or are you just trying to use her some sort of deal to do with another drug dealer? You know, like, what's, what's, really, what's, what's really going on? Are you just what's using really her for the time on? being? Just a quick yeah, long thing. Like, let's be real. Are you just using her for the time being? Or do you want to marry her? Like, do you really see a future with her? Because with Vlavic right now, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure if it's serious. So that's why I want I almost want us to sell Lukaku elsewhere just to see if this if this crap continues. And if it if it does, then I'm in. I'm in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that analogy is brilliant. That and why your attention do you see a future? People think I don't like Blavich. I'm looking out for Blavich. I'm looking out for that brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking out for him, man. I know so what we're like. 
So that's a that's a that's a that's a um that is a definitive no on Lukaku. Doesn't matter what he does, if there's a whole hearted like from the heart video apologizing to the Chelsea fans. Okay, that's that that's fair enough. And Vlahovic, your your 50-50 on currently, but you prefer to see Vlahovic come to Chelsea with Lukaku going elsewhere. Yeah, and we all mm. said it there. These analogies are straight from the Twitch days. And that's, <laughs> see that? That's how much work Matisse has done. I actually forgot to mention how that's how we started was on the Twitch shows, running bants, running jokes. Very similar to that as The, que the well. question is, is Chelsea mm. just trying to smash? That's the question. Or do they see a future with Vlahovic? Are Chelsea just trying to smash with another big name, another big number nine? You know what I'm saying? That's their, that's their, that's their fetish. That's what they do. Fernando Torres, Shevchenko... You know, Maratta, Higuain. This is their fetish. This is their. Just this what is what they, they keep running back to. You know, everybody's got a favorite, right? Everybody's got a favorite, <laughs> and this is what Chelsea's favorite is. Doesn't matter what the ownership is. Even even we were even linked with Ronaldo, one of the biggest number nines you can go for. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you were trying crazy. to sell him off to me as well. Yes. So, are we just trying to smash, or are we serious? That's that's all I'm trying to find out. Yeah, like Lukaku's legit. one of our exes. I should know. Look what look where he is now. You know what I'm saying? So can't stop him, to, can't stop him from climbing in the window. I hope now we're back in we're back in <laughs> Cobham now. We're back in Cobham now. I'm actually wondering where he is because you know he was training in Cobham while we was in America. And um one of the big rules I had was when we get mm. back, he can't be here because I don't want him to start, you know, whispering. Mm. You know, you know how these Coutoirs, Lukaku, when they get in front of the Belgian press, they like to have a little whisper, whisper, a little yeah, gossip, a lot of drama in that camp. So I was I was hoping that when we get back, he's not there because I don't want him getting in the ears of Mudrik and other players. You know, we just got ourselves good atmosphere, young team, impressionable. You know, how youngsters are they can be very influenced. I don't Facts. need that. I don't need that. Facts. So, what do you actually? So, we obviously we know now. If you didn't know, if you've been under a rock or you just wasn't paying attention, you don't want him at Chelsea this season. You definitely don't want him. What do you think happens though? Do you think you move him on, or do you think he ends up at Chelsea and he's just training alone, or something along those lines? Mm. It's tough because when no one will pick up the phone to your calls, anything can happen. Like you, he he may just have to stay, but that would be the worst case situation. But if he does end up staying here because nobody buys him, he has to go to the. Hmm. Does he go to the reserves or do I rate the reserves higher? Hmm. Yeah, that's what because I was going to say. Because you said you don't want him around the, the reserves, but you don't want him in the reserves. Train alone. Want him in the reserves, man. Oh, listen. I would love to just say. Like, if we can't sell him, you have to loan mm. him. If you can't loan him, I'd love to release him. If you can't release mm. him, I guess you got to put him in the reserves. But I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to disrespect the reserves like that. To be honest, like there might be some gems in there. I don't know. I think the reserves is probably where, where the last resort. But no, don't even, we don't even let him near the, the first team. Like, no chance. No. So not even an injury. So you don't sign Vlahovic injury to Jackson. I Big wrong. I don't, back. Damn. I don't give a damn. We could have injuries to Jackson. Um, we could have injuries to Jackson, Nkuku and Broya all at the same time. And I would then put Sterling as a false nine before I'd bring wow. Lukaku back. That's how serious I am. You mentioned it there though, loan. Would you be willing to loan him out again? Is it that desperate where you're like, even if there wasn't an obligation to buy as part of that deal? Yeah, 100%. Like You just loan him out. You're just saying, get him out. Any means necessary. If if we have to kick the can to next summer, we will. Yeah. I don't want to. I'd rather just absolutely recycle the can. But if we have to kick the can down to next summer and deal with it later, that's that's a next year. 
Chelsea problem, Matisse problem. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we just keep kicking that can until the end of the contract, which is in 2025, I think. Or 2026. Oh, is it 2025? Oh, 2026. So he's got long, two, three years. Yeah, I hope it's Let us know in the chat, please, people, when his contract actually runs out. But go on, carry him. Yeah. Even saying people loan him to Strasbourg. I wouldn't even want to loan him to Strasbourg because we've got some players that we actually have hope for going to Strasbourg. Like, Strasbourg is part of the Code Blues you know, group, part of the affiliation. They're our new Vitesse. Mm -hmm. So I have to care about Strasbourg now. I didn't know too much about Strasbourg a couple months ago. Now I have to care because they're mm -hmm. going to be looking after and, and developing a lot of our players. So I don't want to send him into that environment. And he wouldn't even go there anyway because his ego is way too big for that. Do you know what I'm saying? He ain't going to Strasbourg. This man don't even want to go to Saudi. And it don't make, don't make no damn sense. Yeah, yeah. He don't even want to go to Saudi now. You're right. 110%. That is right. Um, in regards to... Speaking of players, obviously you're trying to move on. Let's move mm. on to a couple of players you did indeed move on who split opinion in your fan base as well. One ended up at my club, Manchester United. The other ended up at Arsenal. We will start with Mason Mount and we'll start with... Why and you were someone who was very critical of him when he was at Chelsea and said you were happy to see him move on. Why were you so critical of Mason Mount and why was you so? Because if I remember correctly, you was happy. You wanted him gone. You was happy to see him leave. No, so, no. I actually, I was actually cool with him. I was actually cool with him staying. Oh, he's cool. Um, okay, I stand that, correct. That's probably, that that probably Lewis. That's probably Lewis. Lewis. Damn, Lewis, Lewis definitely was. Lewis definitely <laughs> was. We discussed that yesterday. So, okay, <clears> you're <throat> on the flip side then. I stand corrected. That's why I said if I remember correctly, so my memory was off there. Why my, was you my, willing to allow Mason Mount to stay? My my preference would have been to keep him because I've cool. I rate him um higher probably than than people that you know that don't obviously they 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 think you know last season obviously he was poor. Last 18 months he's been poor. However, I, I thought okay, maybe Poch might be able to get him back to his first player of the year season, mm -hmm. maybe even, you know, getting back to that level, even maybe a second player of the year season. But the longer time went on, the less I really cared. Like I wasn't one of these people that was like, oh my God, <laughs> you're, you're cutting the fibres of the club. You're, you're, you're disturbing the vitamins of the club, the, 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 the cotton fibre, the crest, the, the badge, everything is not real. It's not Chelsea. It's not, I don't give a damn like that. No, no, let's not, let's not, let's not take the piss here. Like he's a good player, but he's not, Hazard, you know, he's not Hasselbank, you know what I mean? I'm trying to think of any other H's, like he ain't he ain't that guy. He's a very good player with potential, if under the right circumstances and the right coaching, but with all the drama around him and all of the you know, he said, she said oh, bro, at, this, at that point at, at the end, I was just like, I don't even really care, like, and I, I kept saying it because people kept asking me on my shows and I was like, I don't really care anymore. I, 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 didn't even, I didn't even enjoy speaking about him anymore because he was so polarizing that he just, he was, he was, you just don't yeah. even get to speak about him as a player anymore. Now you're just, or what he could be or where he needs to improve. Now it's just all this politics around him, whether it's, you know, um, the contract, how is maybe his dad influenced certain negotiations, the changing of the agent, you know, the image rights, the social media, the overrating, the overhating. I was like, bro, I, I don't really, you're not worth all this. No disrespect. You're not that good <laughs> where I need to be having this big, long hour discussion about Mason Mount. Like, I've, I've seen players like Eden Hazard. I've seen players like Frank Lampard. I've seen players like Drogba, like Essien, like Terry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need, you, you're just not that guy yet to for be talking about all of this. Like, people 
doing mind maps, bro. Like, you know, FBI criminal investigations, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Images on the wall, Mason Mount, he was here at 305. He posted that 430 on Instagram story. If you check there, this is where his brother lives. Brother, no, 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 no. This is Mason Mount. This is not, this is not the next coming of Ronaldinho. We're not doing all that. So from that moment, I just said, you know what, bro, just do whatever, bro. I don't care. <laughs> I'm saying just yeah. whatever. Because <laughs> we're going to replace you and we're going to move on. Do you know what I mean? The, the club's not going to go bust. We're not going to fold. Um, and you, you're not irreplaceable. My thing with Mount was, if you do stay, you're going to be, a, you know, competition. You got you might be on the bench. You might start. It depends on your That's form. Sure. It depends how you play. But a lot of people didn't want to hear that. They thought, oh, Mason uh... Mount, we have to build the team around him. He's an undisputed starter. Some mm. people talking about captaincy, rare tear tear. I said, no, respectfully, availability has been really giving you, obviously, a lot of, you know, artillery versus Reese James. But if I'm talking mm. about position for position, I've always said Reese James is way higher level in the position he plays than Mason Mount is in the position he plays. Mason Mount is not in the top 10 of midfielders in the world, but Reese James True. is in the top 10 fullbacks in the world when he that's plays. Fair. That is that's that's so, very fair. So my thing was always, yeah, your availability is great. And obviously you, you've done what you've done for the club and you've contributed, but let's not get ahead of ourselves and start pretending like you're some sort of, you know, build a, build a club around a player. You're not world-class like that. You know, you're not, you're not, we're not building the team around you. I know, I know a lot of people would have you believe that that is the case, but no. <laughs> no. So you just stated there in regards to him competition as a squad player. If you was in charge, would you have rejected the bid and gave him more money or whatever it was. It wasn't necessarily more money, but would you have gave him more of what he wanted in terms of the contract to keep him at Chelsea? But it seems you always like, all right, decent player, but I don't mind you leaving. That's the conclusion I got from that. Correct me the, if I'm the, wrong, though. Yeah, yeah. The, the, re the reason why the reason why I, I wasn't really, you know, picking sides on the contract, because I, under mm. I understood both sides. I, I think mm. a lot of the time in football, it's like, it's black or white. And like, if you're on this side or you're on this side, and if you're not picking a side, then there's something must be wrong with you. Mm. But I understood both sides. Mason Mount, in comparison to his peers, in, in his age group, they make a certain amount of money. And he's contributed yeah. to Chelsea. Whether people like it or not, he's contributed. He's got, he's definitely a, player contributed, the, yeah. he's got a player of the year on his, on, on his roster. The mm. second one, I think is contentious. I think he should have gone to a defender, but he, you know, he's got it. But, you know, the first one, he was the best player in the Chelsea team that year. His second season, his his rise from the first season where, you know, he did very well. They all did. We finished top four yeah. with, with no hazard, you know. And then, bang, second year, he was levels. Do you know what I mean? And we won the Champions League that year as well. Obviously, Tuchel come in second half of the season. He was, he was top. And then, you know, then he his development starts to start, you know, start, uh, kind of halt, come to a halt. He becomes more of a GA goals assist driven player than, than maybe he should have been. But in terms of the contract, I can understand why you've played all these games, more games than most, you know, and that's, he's not picking himself. So you can't blame him. A lot of people blame him because he's always starting. You've got to blame the managers if you don't like it. True. But you got to blame the managers. That's a fact. He's always, a fact. He's, always, he's always training. He's always available. He's always playing. He has been delivering, right? He's he's, mm. he's scoring big goals in Champions League, running. He's he's getting assists. He's he's getting stats in the second season. His first season in terms of his playing general play was a lot better. But he's contributing and he's putting the work in. And he should be earning more than Havertz. He should be earning more than Werner. 
270k a week. Baba Rahman making a hundred thousand. Mason Mount was making less than him. Hudson Adoy making 120. Make Mason Mount earning less than him. Loftus Cheek making 150. Mason Mount earning less than him. So if I'm Mason Mount and I'm hearing Baba Rahman, I'm hearing Hudson Adoy, Loftus Cheek, Timo Werner, Kai Havertz. I can keep going and going and going. Players that are earning double what I'm making in some cases, or at least a good 60, 70k more. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? Like, send me my two hundred thousand immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of the board, they're looking at him. They're thinking, I don't think you're really all that. I don't think we rate you as highly as as you rate you. And yeah. obviously, the, the the key thing with Mount is that just because he was at one point Chelsea's most you know important player one year in terms of the performance, and he's been Chelsea one of Chelsea's most important players since he's come into the team in terms of his contributions. We have not been winning the league. So you still mm. have to keep going up. Don't think that you've, you're not, not the, you. you're, even though yeah. you've been the best, you're not the standard. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yes. the standard yes. is, you know, hazard. That's the mm. standard. The standard is, you know, who's been winning the league and the best players in the title winning teams over 38 games. We are finishing fourth. We are finishing fifth. So you're the best player in a team that is finishing fourth. So you still have to keep improving. There's still so levels. Be a title winning team. If you want to be a starter in a title winning team, you've got to keep improving. You're not De Bruyne yet. Do you know what I'm saying? If you want to be De Bruyne, cool, but you're not De Bruyne. So uh... I get it from them at their side that maybe they don't rate him to be De Bruyne. And therefore, mm. why am I paying you one of the max earners when I'm trying to bring the wage bill down? You look at Enzo's on like 120. Could Mason mm. Mount be on double Enzo? I don't think so. So yes, if you're bringing yes. the wage bill down, then it makes sense as to why you're not going to offer him that because I, I ain't going to be paying Mason Mount double what Enzo Fernandez is making. That's That's... That's crazy. Yeah, that don't make no type of sense. And always people take note of that. That's Matisse, the Chelsea fan who's just spoken positively about Mason Mount. But he said a couple of things. I want you lot to take from that. One, he'd have him as a squad player if he was there, fight for your place. And two, he's not crying about him leaving. That tells you the levels he's at. But he's we'll at go United now. So do you see? Do you, yeah, he's <laughs> disgusting idiot. Yo, do you see being a success at Manchester United? Now he's left. I don't wish no success. I don't wish. No, no, no. I know you don't wish. I know you don't wish. I'm saying, do you see it happening or you joke, man? You know what I'm it's 50 saying? 50. It's 50-50. Okay. Because, listen, I, I think I think the best move in my head when I was looking at the Liverpool clock rock and roll midfield three, that was kind of where I saw Mason Mount going to Liverpool. Mm. And Klopp is playing on transition and Klopp is playing a midfield three. And I think him in the midfield three would be back to where we envisioned him. Obviously, we haven't seen him play there for a long time, so I don't even want to keep clutching at seven, eight games at the start of Lampard's second season. Be like, oh, look, Mason Mount in the eight, this is what he can do. Because to be honest, we just didn't see it for long enough since Derby and Vitesse, and then that little sprinkle, and then he was back in the front three again in the back three. So, But that's where I thought he would play. That's the kind of midfielder I see him as in a, in a three, not as yeah. this kind of like final third, you know, kind of goal hanger. But... Um, and and because he presses, this is where managers fall into the trap of we're just going to stick him high up the pitch, make him press Southgate, etc., and then he becomes that. So it depends on how Ten, Ten Hag uses him, and it depends on how Manchester United actually play the game of football. Because if they if they were going in the direction of Pep and methodical and high possession and unlock the door, I'm not looking at Mason Mount to unlock the door in terms of the pass. I'm not looking him for the vision to be slicing teams open and all that. But if you're playing a quick transitional game and you're playing him in the midfield and you're asking him to get in between the lines and quickly one, two touch and just move the ball on 
and and chip in with goals, he can do that. So it depends on how he's used. But I've seen in preseason, he's been a little bit underwhelming um, for some people. And listen, he his confidence is absolutely shot. So he he's one of those players that you're trying to revive. And you know me. That's long. Reviving people yeah. is crazy. Hey, we we the same in terms of reviving. And you said you mentioned that in preseason, he's been underwhelming. I've mm. seen people complain about him. I don't get it. Why? I don't get what you. Ex- I don't know what people expected from Mason Mount in these preseason games. I don't know what people expected in the season. I've said it before. I say it again. Someone in the chat, I can't remember who it was. After we played, it was the Arsenal game, I believe, and said, "Ah, oh, Mason Mount had 19 touches. Is that a concern for you?" I said, "Absolutely not." I don't need Mason Mount on the football. You mentioned sticking him high up the pitch and him pressing. That's what I need him to do. I need Mason Mount <laughs> utilising all of his off-the-ball attributes because off-the-ball, I have no issues with him whatsoever. Then, no you know what? I know what I'm getting. I, I think it's, I think it's a damn shame that that's, what, that's all he's become because I thought, from what I saw at Vitesse when he was at 19, kicking mm-hmm. up in that Dutch league and doing very well in Europe as well for that team, I thought, okay, this player actually, he looks like he can play. But such as development, such as, you know, the idea of a manager or a few managers and this is the direction you're going in. Now that's all he is. And I'm just like, damn, that's a shame because you could have been a lot better than just off the ball, press merchant, couple goals here or there. If that's what he becomes, then damn. damn. God damn. That's a shame. That's That's a a mighty shame. (laughs) That's but that's it. That's why I'm not even upset. Like I've not watched the preseason games, but obviously when the the preseason matches beyond, and I see on the socials and people in the chat, people, a couple of people have mentioned about him looking lost in, in the team, which obviously he has to get accustomed to a new team, new teammates, new system, new manager, etc. etc. But I'm not mm. expecting that much from him. I watched him at Chelsea, I watched him at his very best, I watched him at his very worst, and mm. even at his very best, you mentioned it without even me saying, Oh, he was very good, but very mm. good is not good enough for where Manchester United are trying to go. You said mm. he was the best, but we were finishing fourth and fifth. We're trying mm. to get back to the top. Same with Manchester United. The aim isn't for... If we're fourth and fifth, Mason Mount is cool. Players mm. of his level is cool. That's why I was so vocal about not wanting him. And shout out to James Redmond who said, all pe- fans love to become um, lawyers for players they never they would never defend it beforehand. And that's a fact. Word to Hammers Ka- on that. Kai Havertz, Arsenal. Yeah, word. And we'll, we'll get to Kai Havertz, but that's what it is. I was very advocate... I was very vocal, sorry, about him not wanting him at Manchester United and hoping he goes to Liverpool. And then when we linked with him, I kept mm. the same energy. When we made, we were making bids, kept the same energy. When we signed him, same energy. I know what I'm getting, but that's not only a Mason Mount, that's also one Ten Hag. And that's why I don't want to hear from certain United fans who say, oh, back the manager regardless. Don't complain about nothing Ten Hag does then. Any, mm. any lineup. You know what I'm saying? Any formation, any way yeah. of playing, any, any substitution, any decision. Yeah. I don't want to hear about anything because I'm yeah. not like that. I got my own two eyes. You know, that's like my own brain. That, bro, that's exactly how I operate because it's a dangerous road to say this one human being who can make errors, can make mistakes, needs a, needs people around him like recruitment and scouts to inf- give him a more informed decision, needs coaches around him as well. You look at Ferguson, he didn't really take training because he had... Yeah, that was that, that was like, yeah, that was like, later on because he I'm did not, it first I, and foremost, and a later run he did that because he's smart. I think I think the only manager out there right now that I would just say, do you know what, whatever, Pep, because he's yeah. like one on one in a million. He's like generational. What he's one of the best, if not the best of all time. So if it's Pep, I'm do you know what you you are constantly just educating everybody on the game. Cool, whatever you say goes. But for most managers, 
they got their strengths and they got their weaknesses. And it's like, sometimes talent ID is not the strength. You see a lot of, um, they almost, you know, they almost be, what's that? What's that saying? Um, uh, what's that saying, bro? There's a saying that's like, there's a saying where it's like, I don't, I can't, I can't think, but it's almost like you're detrimental to your, to yourself in a, in a sense, but I can't remember the saying, but I'm trying to think, but go on, carry on, carry on. In, in a sense where just because obviously they're managers doesn't mean they know exactly yeah they don't get things wrong yeah sir alice ferguson the goat to me you know i'm saying mm. goat to me generational did everything in the game he could have dominated mm. for a long long period of time i questioned mm. him mm. more often than but not even, he was right and i was wrong because i was even, younger and knew less but go on gary even Tuchel, like i defended Tuchel to the hills but that that guy sanctioned a lot of deals where it's like and, and kept some players in per positions where I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. why is why is Gallagher playing so deep? Why is why why were you just okay to, to have Lukaku as, as as a target man? You know, all these things like we just you have to ask these questions because you you know if we build the whole club in your image and you just back every single decision they make then if it doesn't work out, you are absolutely screwed for the long term because you've, you've built your whole entire team based on this one manager and his own decisions. And if it doesn't work, you're screwed. Obviously, they need to have a lot of say involved and you need to kind of, you know, discuss it, talk about it, come to an Agreed. agreement. The scouts can give you new information that you weren't preview to. I keep always referencing the Klopp thing. Klopp was looking at Julian Brandt and was looking at um, Mario Gutzel for Gutsil. Liverpool yep. because those were players that he knew from the Bundesliga because he's seen them. Yep. Scouts told him, bruv, we, you, you, this is how you want to play, yeah? This is what you want to do? All right, cool. Mane and Salah. Salah. Like, who are they? Yes. Who, 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 what? Salah and who? Man, man, what? When was that Southampton? When was that Fiorentina, I believe? Yeah. Right. And it's like, all right, all right I'm going to trust you on that one. Look, look how they both turned out. You know what I mean? You ain't getting Agreed. Julian Brandt and Mario Gutzel doing doing what those two did in the wide positions. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, man. Sometimes they need they need advice and they need guiding because they can be pretty self destructive. Is the yeah. term? It's I'm about working for. with them. Like they should be mm. a part of it, but it's about working with them because even Pep, as great as he is, like people mm. always forget, like act like he didn't sign Claudio Bravo. Did he not sign Claudio Bravo? Did he yeah. not just sign Calvin Phillips last summer? Like your mm. club of my club have signed Calvin Phillips for that amount of money and he put in those performances. There'd be a lot more critique. I get it to an extent because City, amazing team, amazing manager and winning a treble and everything. But that just goes to show even Pep, as great as he is, gets things wrong. Like a Calvin Phillips. Now, Calvin Phillips could turn it around. But all I'm saying is currently that was not a good signing. Same with Claudio Bravo. Same with, I always forget his name. They signed a striker as well. But um, big up to yeah, that was it. No, I don't even Ferran Torres. There was an early striker. I can't remember that they signed. He might have been Spanish. The chat will let me know anyway. But large up to him for the ne super Negredo, was it? It might have been, it might have been Negredo. It was Negredo. It might have been Negredo. But I remember they did before. sign a striker who didn't work out. I think mm -hmm. he might have been there under Pellegrini. But there's a striker they signed that didn't work Nelito, out. that's it. That's it. Nelito. Yes. Nelito. I was thinking the name was wrong because I was gonna say Nalito Nalito Denaire, but that's a that's a boxer. That's why I didn't say Nalito, but yeah, prime example, prime example of that. Big up to him for the super chat though. He says, big up these collabs are fire. Yeah, man, you're gonna get them all week long, people, all the way from today, a couple more after this. You get one on Saturday, 
trying to sort one out on Sunday and then the final one will be on Monday as well. Like I said, it's all about giving people their flowers, people. So Hem, he says, big up, these collabs are file. I love for the super chat, Hem. Much, much, much appreciated, my guy. But yeah, in terms of outgoings, another player who has now left your football club, mm. but split opinion, very similar to Mason Mount. Where did you stand on the Kai Havertz conversation? I was happy to bank that money in. You know what I'm saying? I was happy to bank it because this is a player that, listen, everybody invested in, in Kai Havertz when he came in because what we saw from him at Bayer Leverkusen wasn't just your average, you know, hitting, in taking advantage of spacing behind and, you know, being being that guy. He was, he was dropping some serious passing. Now, I feel like the Bundesliga is a strange one because because of the way they defend, you you do tend to pass. It feels like you pass into a lot more space and you have a lot more space to pass into than you would in other leagues. But it also depends on your style. Obviously, Liverpool, they, they find plenty of space to pass into as well because they just they play on transition. They play back and forth. They have that basketball game. So it depends on how you want to open the game up. But I feel like for us, we were just never that team. You know, you look at the way we played. We were always a team that moved the ball quite slowly. You know, we wanted to be more methodical. We had Jorginho in midfield, you know, cover. We were never this like back and forth tennis type team. We didn't have those box to box midfielders like SEN and, you know, those guys that we used to have where it, it, it could be like that. So Kai Havertz, he just, he was kind of like a player, it felt like, who had been used to space, had been used to, you know, receiving the ball and having room and being able to then play his pass. And in the Chelsea team that were coming up against the lowest of blocks at Stamford Bridge, it was all quite tight. And it was like, yo, shit, people are barging me. People are, you know, trying to get physical. And how am I going to brush this person off, move? And, and every, all your actions just have to be so much faster. When you're looking at these cams on um, on the chests of like Tielemans and Bruno Gimaraes, um, Premier League are putting these, these videos out and you're seeing in preseason these guys, how quick it is. And just yeah. like the tempo. Decision making. The decision-making is all about... All of these guys can play football. They can all go to any goals in Croydon or anywhere and smack up everybody, left, right, centre, and make you all look like fools. But it's, mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the speed of how what you have to do and then how quickly can you do it. And that's the, what separates the, the top players from, from, the, from just the good ones. Doing it at, at a speed, doing it without even thinking. It's just second nature to you. You don't even, you're just scanning and you just assess everything so clearly. It's like you're playing PlayStation. Some of them can't do that. I feel like Kai Havertz in this league is, is a big question mark over to whether he can, he can handle the pace of the league because the way he wants to play the game at when he's feeling confident is a very nonchalant, is a very relaxed manner. And the composure can come in handy. Don't get me wrong. When he scored that goal in the Champions League final, that was all down to composure. He was happy to round the keeper and tap it in and, and yeah. all that. But, in the Premier League, bread and butter, you've got to do things at a fast pace. And he just doesn't move quick. He's just, he's a very like, he seems like a very slow kind of player um, in the way he, he performs. So you're saying tempo-wise, he's not with it? He's not. And it's like, mm. not from what I've seen. And it's like 1v1. He's, he's like good at most things, but not elite at anything. There's nothing, from his time at Chelsea, there's nothing I can pull to to say he's elite at that. He's not an elite mm -hmm. finisher. He's not an elite dribbler. He's not an elite mm -hmm. passer. He's not elite at hold up. He's like his his hold up actually as a false line wasn't too bad, but even then sometimes like you you'd see him hold up the ball, then it's time to make the pass and they'll overhit it. 
just he's just he's just good, but he's not showing he's elite or great at anything. And it's like this is why he's probably been moved around so much. Sometimes I see these players that positionally they're very versatile, and I think to myself, hmm, why are you so positionally versatile? Are you positionally versatile like a Bernardo Silva because you're like mad intelligent or a Gundawan? Mm. Who's played six, eight, ten striker? Is it because you're mad intelligent and you're just so great at so many things, or is it because you're actually not great at anything and you're just good at everything? And therefore, we can't put you in a certain, we can't really rubber stamp a position for you. So we're gonna kind of use you everywhere. This guy played striker. He played ten. He played wide. He played eight. He played everywhere. But if you yeah. play him eight defensively, does he contribute like a real midfielder? No. If you play him ten. Is his is his is his back to play in tight spaces? Can he wriggle past people and handle those those that combat? Because if you're gonna play ten in the Premier League, you're gonna get kicked the shit out of. So True. can he handle that? No. If you play him up front, is he gonna be clinical? Is he gonna put the ball in the back of the net enough times? When the balls come into the box, even for headers, is he gonna be clinical with those? No. So it's like if you play him out wide, are you one v one killing people and got bare pace? Not really. So where do you put him? And there's so many of these like players that are just like they're drifters. They just operate in zones. They just don't really do anything. That's what that is. It's just, it's just really do a anything. mess, bro. It's, it's difficult. I'm not going to lie. It's difficult yeah. to, to, to kind of quantify what you should do with these players because they're so... It feels like players are more specific these days than ever. Like, they're not even... Mm. Now you can't even give them a position. Now you have to give them a zone and you have to give them a certain type of pass in a certain type of way and a certain type of option in to their right and their left. And a certain, Bro, it's just... It's, it's just long, bro. I can't lie. Some of some of these players, it's it's the way the game's gone in it. It's just crazy. It tells you all you need to know about the level there. Uh, so, do you see? So, you didn't really cry about him leaving. You said you took the money and run. No. <laughs> more, more than more than you can believe, guys. I took that money. Do you see him? Money. Do so. What do you think his best position is? I don't know. That is crazy. You know what's crazy is? He, you don't know he, the only he, Chelsea fan who he says does, that. He, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yeah. Because he's been asked and he says all across the front line. Yeah. He, I, what, does that, what, does that, what does that, what does what's, that mean? What, <laughs> what's crazy is whether it's you, whether it's Lewis, whether it's other Chelsea content creators I speak to all say the same thing when I ask that. Even when I talk to Arsenal fans who are trying to be like, where to Hammers, Redmond, want to do U-turn on him and want to be lawyers for players they would have never defended in the past. No one can't tell me what his best position is. People want to say 10, but, and he's been compared to Kaka the other day, which was just an atrocity <laughs> to the, first Kaka has been asked to cut it back in, in, in fucking stretch. Hey, now, hey, then he's been, then guy, he's been compared to Kai. Hold, 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 because we literally was on pro clubs yesterday and discussed that. And that person has blood on his hands. That's why that the universe got, took sports away. Yeah, that that, that's too much confidence. Yeah. Too much confidence. Yeah, he did that, and the universe took sports away. I blame him. I don't blame COVID. That's fully on that guy who did that. I said this yesterday. That is fully on Ballon d'Or winning. Well, I like even put on Ballon d'Ors, but I just add that into the mix to let people know this guy was winning. This guy was the last player to be on the level with Messi and Ronaldo. World mm. class. Winning mm. Champions Leagues, Serie A's, Copa ties. One of the best players. World Cups. One of the best players we've ever seen. In the and you asked him to cut it back. Mm. Yeah, ridiculous. But go on, carry on. But for, for Kai, his best position, um, it's not striker. It's not um, a winger. It's it's definitely just off a striker. Mm. I wouldn't even say it's a ten because I feel like a ten has to be. You play through a ten. 
and I ain't playing through Kai. The last thing I think of when we was up against a low block is we need to get the ball to Kai. Kai is going to be the one to unlock the door. Like, that just never crossed my mind once. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, at no point did we have a nil-nil at home at Stamford Bridge with 10 minutes left. And I'm thinking, if we could just get that ball to Kai, he's going to create something out of nothing. It just doesn't, it doesn't cross anybody's mind. And that's a shame because I thought that's what he was going to be for us when we were watching him at Bayer Leverkusen, is that he might be kind of a playmaker type because he was... He was clipping some wonderful passes over the defensive line out there. But then when you look at the amount of space and it's just not the way we operate, do you know what I mean? You just you just don't have that kind of space to pass into. You have to be a lot more accurate with your passing. You have to be a lot more decisive and definitive with, with where you're putting it. You can't just spray it into space and, and someone will get on the end of that one. No problem. Um, I say he's a second striker right now. Uh, you know, I'd say you don't play through him. You kind of, you look to him to be at the end of, a move potentially, mm-hmm. but again, his finishing is it, it. It's very, it's very meaty. He doesn't strike the ball very cleanly in terms of there's no finish. I, when I look at someone who's an elite finisher, what type of finish do they continuously keep showing us? Mm-hmm. Whether it's Sergio Aguero near post, you know, hit the back of the ball, bang. You know, whether it's Harry Kane whipping it into the curlers and top, you know, into the bottom corners. You know, Thierry Henry, unbelievable finisher. When you look at finishers, you're thinking Iron Robin, cut in, Ben, top corner, far post. Like, there's certain, you just know what someone's going to do. You know, this yeah. is what they're trying to do. This is what they're aiming to do. This is what they constantly clearly keep doing. Kai is kind of like, I want to dink the goalkeeper, but I'm not going to really dink it with enough power to lift it. So it's kind of just going to just be saved. You know, yeah. that's it. That's, that's all there is, is that he's... He just likes to try and dink the goalkeeper a lot. Right. It doesn't, doesn't come off it often enough. <laughs> so, you mentioned, so again, people there, like letting another Chelsea fan saying, I don't know where Kai Havertz plays, but it seems that, and from, well, we're all guessing because it's only pre-season, but he is going to replace Xhaka in that side. And then Zinchenko will invert, or maybe the right-back inverts, and he will go into the 10 role alongside Odegaard. How do you see that working out for him? Do you see him being a successor, Arsenal? Um, no. No, I don't. I don't, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? He is going into a cell team. Good players around him had a great season last season. They did, even though they they fell off towards the end. He is going in at a terrible time. Talk about it. Why? Two reasons. Go the on. expectations at Arsenal have never been higher. So, although it's a settled system and a settled team, who you're coming in for is part of the most consistent team last season up until February. And I said the same for anyone that signs for Arsenal in this summer. You are trying to replicate the team that were nearly completely perfect up until February. Perfect. They lost yeah. to Old Trafford. They were the better team. Mm. And they drew with Southampton. Up and up, Outside of that, that Arsenal team was playing the sexiest football mm. we've seen from Arsenal since Wenger. And they were winning every single week. These men had me doing emergency streams, shitting yeah, myself, you, all yeah, sorts. Yeah, you, was, you like, were scared. Arsenal were, were no joke. Up until February, mm. until... I think it got into their heads. Yeah, Arsenal was said no that. joke. Yeah. And and to be honest, if Arsenal played those teams at the back end again, but you just moved it to the front of the season, they beat those teams. It was all mental. And it was all mm. just lack of maybe experience in crucial moments and doing slightly the wrong thing, 
you know, kicking up a fuss at Anfield, pissing off the crowd and bang, game changed. Do you know what I mean? But like none of it was down to quality, in my opinion. It was all down to just the mental side and, 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 and the pressure. Because obviously now Arsenal fans are starting to talk about the title, etc. There's a lot on it. But you're going into a team that that's the level. So any drop off, you're not going to be deemed as a success for taking an Arsenal team from a title race to third. Like Arsenal have to compete for the league again. Minimum. True. That's True. what they have to do. And you're doing it now with more games to play because you've got Champions League. And listen, Champions League versus um, what was it in last year? Europa? Yeah, there was the Europa their, League. Yeah, they went out I, sporting. I, I saw their Europa League um, group stage games. May as well not even count. Like the teams that you're playing in group stage in Europa League, you may as well not even yeah, yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's outrageous. You can send, you can send any old Mickey Mouse, Arsenal B team out there. You know, Fabio Vieira and Den Man, they can go and play them games. Do you know what I mean? That's not a real. That's not real. It only get it only gets serious in the knockouts. In Champions League, it's serious from from group stage game one. So he's coming into a team with more expectation, pressure because now people know what to expect from Arsenal. Settled system where the quality is and the standards been set. You know, Arteta don't piss about Amazon documentary guys. You know what I'm saying? He's there Thanks. shouting da 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 rare and. And more, more difficult games because now Champions League is involved. And you're Thanks. coming in low confidence. Like, you've cost a lot of money and people are going to be judging you. Thanks. You're coming into a team where you need to perform from the get-go. No one's going to have time for you to be going through your slow rough patch because you're coming in as a starter. At least I see him for that money spent. You're a starter. So Yeah, that's think- another thing. Arsenal, some Arsenal fans are trying to say that, oh, he won't start. I see him starting. I think he starts. He has, week well, week if he's not starting, he's already not being a success in my opinion like if you you know what i mean like if you're not starting then you've done something wrong right because <laughs> you cost 65 m's from your rivals and you're not starting so you're not a success so for him to be a success he's gonna have to be starting consistently and he's gonna have to be putting up numbers he has to so i think the best way to to, to go about it is i think listen zinchenko has been dunked on dragged for his defensive work and rightly so because 1v1 last season at the back end, he was atrocious. You know, getting nutmeg by Trent and all these type things. He was, yeah, he was yeah, getting thumped on. However, Zinchenko, I, I still say, listen, this is a very, very good footballer. And mm. he was a huge part as to why Arsenal were playing the way they were playing. I'm not just saying mm. this because he just come off an interview with Rio Ferdinand. I did a whole um, tactical piece on DR with, with James um, about it earlier mm. on in the season. I was saying, listen, Zinchenko is a very intelligent player. He's, he he can't defend. Like he he knows he probably knows how he wants to defend. He just can't do it. Like he actually really? can't defend. Um because he's 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 grown up as a midfielder and, and I think even an attacking midfielder before that. But because I think he's for his a, country, yeah. for his attacking country midfielder, playing, yeah. yeah, for his country, this brother will play 10. He's like David Alaba. David Alaba for his country will be the epicenter of the whole team, go to Bayern Munich, suddenly he's at left back or, or Real Madrid. It's crazy. But Zinchenko, if you're going to look at the way he is on the ball in terms of ball carrying, passing, press resistance, mm-hmm. I think he will be key to play those passes into Kaya in the left channel. I think if they play Rice and Party, I think, listen, defensively, that's very solid. And I think probably to get the best out of Rice initially is to play Party with him. So he's not mm-hmm. the absolute, you know, fulcrum of the build up and playing, you know, because he's not used to playing in an Arsenal team. He's come from West Ham and the David Moyes, they don't play the same way. And even last season, he was trying to get ahead of the ball with Suchek kind of being told to sit back a bit. So Rice has got a lot of kind of like adjusting to do to get used to the mm-hmm. Arsenal system. I don't think it's something that he, he definitely can do it because he learns quick. Yeah. 
it's just going to take him time to get used to the work that party was doing. And party did his work to the top level last year. Mm. That's why he was talked about as one of the best defensive midfielders. So I think if you're playing Rice with party, I think Rice is going to gain a lot out of that. But I don't think Havertz is going to gain a lot out of that. I think Havertz would do a lot better with having Zinchenko play in that mm. position next to party when he tucks in. And he's just a smooth operator. And because he, he's so on his left you... side... He's so playing you, that pass naturally you, out. Yeah, where do you play Havertz? Havertz will have to play where Xhaka plays. He can't play where Odegaard plays. That's yeah, that's Odegaard. a fact. He can't yeah. play where Saka plays because that's Saka. Mm-hmm. He can't play where Martinelli plays because he's Havertz and that's Martinelli. Yeah. So, and he's not playing as a striker because yeah. he just doesn't bang goals. He was he underperformed, he underperformed his XG more than anybody else last season. you got Trossard there. you got Nketiah there. Looked like he had a good preseason game the other day. Balogun's still there. There's no reason to be playing Havertz as a striker. So... He's just going to give you a little bit of what, you know, who, who, bro, what, drop deep, link up, can't shoot. Like, bro, why do they need more of that? Like, they've already got strikers that work hard, drop deep, link up, but they, they don't put the ball in the back of the net often enough. And yeah. then they've got a few guys that potentially can. So they just don't need to be adding him to the mix. It's just pointless. He doesn't bring anything extra. I think for, for Havertz, I think if you play Zinchenko, in my mind, Zinchenko is a lot more likely to play that pass into Havertz Round the corner, very incisive, in between the lines, tight gaps, cool. If you play Rice in the left channel of that pivot and you go over four, you're not tucking in the fullback because Rice ain't tucking in, but he's starting mm-hmm. there. I just see Rice switching play a lot and kind of looking more to the Sacco and Odegaard side and open up his body. And I just I just think the whole dynamic then changes because you're playing you're playing Rice and Party and you're playing Odegaard. Yeah. Where's Havertz? Is he are you playing a box four midfield? That's you know, it. What, what is, it's, so it's a bit different. So, yeah, I think for me, depends on if he's going to start Zinchenko um, or is or is he. He may even start Rice next to party, plays Zinchenko, and Havertz will be on the bench. Probably makes the most sense. That makes well, the most sense. I don't see that happening because of the things you mentioned. For the money he came in for, I mean, the money he, he's he, on. He could, but he's definitely not a success if he's on the bench. Yeah, he's good. you know what? He's not going to be a success on the bench. He ain't going to be a success on the pitch. Not, 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 not in my opinion. Not in my opinion. I, I think <laughs> I think for him, he's just he's one of them players where he knows he's he knows he how good he can be, but he doesn't seem like someone who really sets himself standards and like yeah. I don't I don't know him, but when he was going on about like Chelsea fans should know what I'm capable of, I was like, what? Like <laughs> Do you think you're performing? Like, why do you think that we should know anything? Like, you... like when he shushed the crowd? Remember yeah, when he like, shushed the crowd? Bro, it's these little things. Talk about it, like, man. Listen, bro, like, I'm, I'm not a fan of, like, over-analyzing, micro-analyzing players on social media, but I do yeah. think you've got to look at certain little signs and little things where it's, like, mentality, what, what are they really on? And when you're shushing crowds and saying, I, you know what I'm on, you know the smoke I'm on, but then at the same time, it's like you're not with the nutritionist and you're, you're eating Skittles because that makes you feel better and your donkeys are best friends. Like, bro, I'm just thinking, I'm I'm not I'm not seeing you as the most serious individual. I can't lie. You're you're giving me, you're giving me I love my football, but I'm not trying to kill myself for this one. And I don't think you got that hazard ability where you can afford to have that kind of, you know, nonchalant, I love the game, but I'm not gonna try to go for the ballon d'or. Like, no, you gotta work. You gotta go Facts. for the ballon. You gotta you gotta you got to work because you're you're oh. not that you're not hazard, you're not that good, you're not that guy, so you have to work hard. Um, and you know, he puts his yards on in he he does put his work 
out there on the pitch. Like he's not lazy. I don't think he's. I don't think he's consistently ever. I've ever thought, oh, this guy's just moving mad lazy. But mm-hmm. I just. I don't know, man. I think the best way to describe him is that he leave. He doesn't. He leaves something on the table. He always leaves something on the table. I can't count five games where Havertz has been the best player on the pitch and he's mm-hmm. run the game. I can't. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. I can say it for Odegaard. I can say it for you know, loads of players, but I can't say it for Havertz to say he's 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 run that game. Not in this league anyway. Maybe Germany cool, but not not in this league. He always he always leaves some on the table every time. That's fair enough. Eh? Before we're gonna close out shortly, people get any questions and I will get to the best ones. Of course, if you want to make sure Matisse gets your question, then you do indeed need to super chat. Let's continue to bump up the likes though. We are just under 200 likes. There's still over 270 people in here. We are just under 200 likes at 197. Hit the subscribe button as well. I know I've not asked for a subscriber check because you lot have actually been subscribing, but hit the subscribe button right here on Sarcasm City TV. Hit the notification bell as well. And again, make sure you subscribe to Matisse's channel. The link's in the title opens up a new tab so click that link right now whether you're watching his live right now or watching his back and then you can go subscribe and find all of his socials and you obviously find me over there on Battle of the North on a weekly basis as well so another player who split and it seems to be a lot of players in your families hmm. who split opinions but another player who split opinions who's still there has been subject to interest from clubs as well Conor Gallagher hmm. where do you stand with that do you want him gone are you more on the Kai Havertz thought of thinking with Conor Gallagher, or are you looking at him more so Mason Mount where you're like, I can see you staying and being a squad player or even in the first 11? Mm, for me, I, I, I would have cashed. I would have cashed in. Um, West Ham came with like a 40 million offer. Yeah. And I would I would have took that money. I'm not going to lie. I feel like he's had a good preseason. So I have to be objective. Like he has had a good preseason and he has done better than, than most. Or he's done better than some. Um, but he's the kind of player that not my preference, not my cup of tea. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I respect and love the fact that he will always apply himself at 100%. I respect the fact that he's always going to give you everything he's got, and he absolutely is cherishing every single moment he's out on that pitch. And he yeah. he will not leave anything on the table. Havertz yeah, left yeah. everything, Havertz left things on the table, he won't leave anything on the table. This man, when he comes off that pitch, he is tired. He is sweating. He is he is everything. He gave everything. As Potter would say, he gave everything. Do you know what I'm saying? But just can't trust him on the ball. It's hot potato football at its finest. This guy, if you ping that ball into him in midfield, you don't know what you're gonna get. It might be a okay. heavy touch. It might sometimes it might be okay, but sometimes it really won't be. And he'll get dispossessed and he'll get turned over. Um Again, with the tackle and, and the work rate off the ball. Sometimes he will put a foot in. Sometimes he will win a duel and he will do his due diligence. But sometimes his tackling technique is so nuts and it'll make a stupid foul, you know? So it's like with the pass, sometimes he'll play the pass, no problem. And, it'll, you know, it's most of the time with, with Gallagher, I just like him to keep it simple. I'm not asking Gallagher to play any type of adventurous pass. I'm not trying to ask him to split no lines break no lines because you're just not that guy keep it simple keep it moving that is the kind of player he is keep it simple and keep it moving on and off the ball he's a very like hard working but he's very very for me mid table if you're starting week in week out of Gallagher as a top team I'm questioning things because 
for me personally, you've mm. got to have on the ball, you've just got to be better than him. Got you. People, people will make allowances for him to be in the team because he's done this well that day or he's done that well. But if you're actually a serious person watching football and you're mm -hmm. trying to win titles and you're trying to compete with Man City in the future, you're not looking at Gallagher and thinking, yeah, that's who I want going to the Bernabeu. That's who I want going up against Man City. Obviously, if you want to sit back and you want to play counter like Palace mm -hmm. did, and you need someone to actually cover the 100%. He'll cover the He's yards. The guy he'll, for that. he'll get around for that. But I'm talking mm -hmm. about going toe-to-toe -to -toe and playing, playing, you know, playing against them. You're trying to play your football. They're mm -hmm. trying to play their football, which is what I want us to do. I want us to play. I don't want us to feel inferior to, to teams. We mm -hmm. are going to be inferior, but I don't want us to, to in our heads already. You don't want it to go in there with that mindset. That's what you're Bro, saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to mm -hmm. go in there already and be like, yo, we're already inferior on the ball because i think for me there's no point buying all these young talented players bringing in a potch and then trying to be playing like allegri or playing like conte or playing like simeone do you know what i mean that for them managers gallagher would be perfect because yeah. they're not trying to have too much possession they're mm -hmm. not cutting up they're not trying to they're not they're not doing any of that they're mm -hmm. willing to play the ugly game and win yeah. the one nils jose Mourinho at roma they're willing to win it 1-0, nick it, be nasty, be up mm -hmm. in people's faces. That's a different brand of football totally. But for mm -hmm. what I'm looking at at Chelsea right now, I'm trying to play to a, to a nice level, to a good level. Mm -hmm. And he's one of those guys that you'll be, you'll be playing your football and it will go to him and he'll break it down. He will genuine, genuinely break down your shit. If you're trying mm -hmm. to progress and you're trying to play through tight spaces, people are pressing this, getting a bit close... He, he will break that shit down it, with a heavy touch or, or whatever. Um, you know, so for me, just not my cup of tea, man. I think there's, look, there's a lot of footballers on this planet. You know what I'm saying? Just because they're at your club, it doesn't mean that you have to be like, that's that's the one I envision to be there. No, true, if I'm true. being completely honest and I had my things, if I had things my way, I'd definitely be cashing in. But there's intangibles and there's, you know, there's factors where you've got to respect it that, you know, he puts the work in and, and he does. He doesn't complain, and you know he's probably he's probably a manager's some manager's dream for sure because just low maintenance. He's just not going to kick off a fuss. He's not going to give you no issues. But yeah. back to the early analogy, what are your intentions, with my daughter? So you're not going to kick up a fuss? Oh, so because you're I'll sell cool, him. I'll sell him get no yeah. I'll sell him. Nah, I get I get you selling, but like you mentioned the early analogy about what your intention with my daughter, what you just said there in regards to he's not going to kick up a fuss. So it's like, all right, the, the, your partner's not, you know, the guy you're dealing with, they go, yeah, you might deal with her. She's going to cause me no issues. It's a marriage of convenience. Yes. You know, it's a, it's a marriage That's of convenience. It. You know, low maintenance, not going to kick up a fuss, going to let you get on with your work, helpful hand. You know what I mean? You need something done. Always put the effort in. Always going to put the effort in, going to go above and beyond, but never going to, never going to wow you. Never gonna, never gonna inspire you. Never gonna take it to another level and think, "Wow, what a fucking woman!" It's not gonna be like that, you know. It's gonna be like, she, she's nice. She's nice. She, you know, she, she's nice. And she, she helps. And she's nice. It's not, it's, you're not, you're not. She's not got that genesis. She's not got that genesis. Quoi? You know what exactly. I'm saying? You're, ne you're bad, never bad, gonna, you. you're never gonna be excited. It's not an exciting relationship. It's a very dull porridge. You know. You know, roast on a Sunday, potatoes, gravy. Jump. It's it's very much that type of relationship. It's not <laughs> might go to the pub. You know, it's not it's not going anywhere. It's not going to 
it's not going anywhere nice, you know, it's not going to the Maldives, it's not, it's not it's giving, just, it's just steady. Yeah, steady. It's very it's steady. Not giving, it's very it's steady. Not giving, it's not giving beach wedding. It's not giving any of that. It's it's very much, you know, rice, you know, pudding, you know, yeah, cottage pie, you know, lasagna, <laughs> that type of stuff, you know? That's the type of, that's the type of, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's got, it's, yeah, man. It's cottage pies and it's, and it's lasagnas and it's, you know, it's... it's it's, just it's, standard it'll get you through strong you know it's saying? strong yeah. it's, it's steady it's very steady living i'm telling you right now it's steady living but it's nothing unpredictable there's nothing particularly creative there's not you know there's no lingerie there's definitely no lingerie it's just very steady eddie it's very very consistent very reliable just, but then yeah. there can be but then let me say consistent and reliable there can be some there's, there can be some clangers in there there can be some 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 moments so you know, yeah, yeah, hey, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant analogy, brilliant analogy. As you can see, Matisse thoughts of Robert Sanchez signing, you want to hit him starting over Kepa more. I'm Sorry, ask about Kepa anyway. So, your thoughts, it's it's cornflakes without sugar, it's it's definitely Saeed in New York, cornflakes uh, without sugar. Uh, what he had cornflakes without sugar uh, first day, first day, to be fair, I made a howler as well. First day in New York, he rocks up mm-hmm. and he goes to um. Target and he gets cornflakes. There's loads of cereals on the shelf. You know how America is, they got all these yeah, fancy yeah, yeah. cereals. He picks up the cornflakes. I pick up the frozen pizza. It's a howler from both of us. That is what it is, basically. It's, it's that. It's that. It's you have cereal and you choose to make it boring. You choose that. Yeah, no one, no one told you sugar that. that. Yeah, you yeah. can just throw sugar on that and you're good. It's even some fruit, something. Do you know what I mean? Like, put something in there just to spice it up. Yeah, nah. just throw sugar on it and you're good. Yeah, yeah. Yes, nah. sugar with cornflakes. Yes. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. Of course, I have to have sugar with cornflakes. Even just, just eating. You know, I, to be honest, I just wouldn't even buy a... I just get Frosties. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why waste time? Yeah, Frosty, yeah, Frosty slut. Yeah, why, yeah, why, yeah, why, yeah. why waste time trying to apply the right amounts of sugar when I could just go and get Frosties and have it done for me? Do you know what I'm saying? That's just, That's true. That's just a lot easier. But yeah. I hear that. Big up Daps, who's just come back and entered. Hey, Daps, you just said <laughs> that analogy. <laughs> if people didn't catch what we were talking about with the whole cottage pie <laughs> and being steady and et cetera, et cetera. That makes sense. What happened with the frozen pizza, actually? What what, 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 what did I miss? So me and Hugh and Grizz. Grizz also needs calling out on this because he feels like he can just run away from the situation. He also, he co-signed this in Target. He vetted it. He approved it, stamped it, delivered it. This man said, that is the right thing to do. As the oldest in the group, I took... That's the first time I listened to him then. Then, obviously, when the yeah. gummies came around, I didn't listen to him. So, you know, you can see you can see where I got off track. But, you know, the frozen pizza was an insurance policy. It was an emergency. It was like, we'll get this just in case we're feeling a little bit hungry, but we've got a film in the house or, you know, we just can't yeah, be outside right now because we're meant to be here on business. You know what I'm saying? We're meant to be mm. conducting business. So I said, all right, let me just pick up little one, two, two. Now, me and Hugh put it in the oven now and we don't understand that the, the measurements over there is not the same way they're doing it uh, over here. We're going different. off degrees and they're going off like, I don't know, Fahrenheit. Is it Celsius? Celsius celsius fahrenheit do you know what i'm saying all of these different things i think it's fahrenheit they're rolling with and we so it's all sorts of madness so we're cooking it on our time 180 degrees and lord 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 knows it's on fahrenheit and and it's not getting cooked like the pizza is not cooking 
You know when so- you know when they have those memes when someone says something dumb on Twitter, and they said, "Who let him cook?" Yeah, Who yeah, let yeah. Him yeah. Cook? <laughs> Got you. What is he cooking? They're like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that is what hey. it was. We were not making pizza there. That was cake. Mm-hmm. It, it come out like a cake. Put a knife through that shit, and it was just fluffy, and it was it was awful. So. Yeah, it was a little bit of a howler, I can't lie. But I, I wasn't to know it was Fahrenheit. I'm not going to lie. No, that's Saeed, fair. Saeed got into a car on the left-hand side because he thought he was in the UK. Come to come to see now the Uber driver was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Bro, he's lucky he didn't get shot. Man's coming down the left-hand side of the car in America, open up the door, and the Uber driver's looking at him like... Oh, what? what? Did he open... Wait, so he's inside. Did he open the door and he was going into traffic? So so the, the, the Uber cars pulled up. Because yeah. we're at this point, we're trying to get a driver to go to the um, to go to meet the the supporters because we're having this meetup. And Saeed decides that he's ordered the Uber now, and the Uber pulls up. But because Saeed's yeah. thinking in in London and Manchester land, UK, he's gone to the left hand side front seat. Oh, because of, that's door. where the driver is. <laughs> the driver's like. <laughs> you did and bro i'm telling you in america you just that is a big and you're doing it in harlem like you're doing it in in harlem in in the ghetto bro this man could have been shot so obviously now the drivers looked at man like yo what are you doing obviously now like everybody's like yo what's going on here so he's he shut the door he's like oh shit sorry sorry he's come back now we're all like what's going on He's gone back over to the car. It's the right car, but it's the wrong damn door. And America yeah. is not like the UK. In the UK, I, I did this. I was go, I was leaving my auntie's house a couple of weeks ago, and mm. I was trying to get back here. I ordered an Uber. Now, every single Uber is a Prius, right? And and mm. half of them is the same color. So I've ordered a Prius. I've ordered an Uber. I see on the app, it's a white Prius. So I'm waiting for this white, white Prius. But mm. there's another white Prius. I, so I, I'm not checking the license plate. <laughs> just it's, it's, it's late, bro. It's, it's, it's late at night. I don't have time to be checking license plates. I can barely even see. I'm not getting a flashlight out and reading the whole license plate. Why am I a fed? So I just get into the car. And this woman's just like... <laughs> I said, are you not the Uber driver? She's like, what? Yo, your audio's gonna be off, fam. Your audio's gonna be. She, bro, she's she, she, she's she's screaming and she's like, "Yo, get out the car! I'm not an Uber driver." I'm like, she says on my phone, I'm still sitting in the car. I was like, "Ah, sorry, miss. I got out of the car quick because I was like, I didn't want to scare her." But that's in the UK. That's what it is. You get into the wrong car, someone starts shouting and screaming. I'm not an Uber driver. You get out, you say sorry, and you move on. Next thing I know, my brother's behind. There he is. I get into that car. In America, they just on site. They'll just shoot you. That They'll be happen, like, "Yo, yeah. you, you, you just, you just, you, you threatening me?" <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's a different, different, diff, very different consequences. Very different uh, consequences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, him. Yeah, because obviously he's just thinking you're getting the front of the Uber, or and then it, he's like, "Yeah." But do, do, do you know what? Yeah, people are saying you don't check the license plate, but obviously. I, if yeah, if, it, it. if it's there, if it's there in yeah. front of you, you're gonna look just to just for safe measure. But if it's ten o'clock at night and there's a white Prius outside the house for where you asked it to pull up and the lights are on, I'm sorry, I'm getting in the car, bro. I'm not. Going, I always check. I, I always bro, check. Bro, I'm not going front back looking at the. Well, I'm not so you didn't even say your name. You didn't even say yeah for Matisse. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I got my AirPods in. Usually, I just get in. <laughs> I just get in and roll with it. 
And they're like, yo. I always do that, man. I'll be like, yeah, for Carlos. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm nah, on. Nah, she obviously didn't say for Matisse. She said, yo, what the fuck are you doing in my car? Do you know what I'm saying? I was like, this is a bit of a weird, this is a little bit of a weird greeting. This seems a little bit, little bit unprofessional. You know what I'm saying? This seems a little bit rude. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. it quickly dawned upon me. I was like, hmm, I wonder if, I wonder if, this, if this is actually an Uber or if this is just yeah. a, a poor middle-aged woman um, who has no, no mind record in her business. any, yeah, minding her business, not a taxi service whatsoever. Um, just, you know, just minding her business and some random guys just got into her car and sat down and made himself comfortable. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and the chat wanted to know, Obviously, you went over to New York, so we'll go there. Obviously, Big Six doing great things on Fox News, etc., etc. Meetups, like you mentioned, the gummy bears. Though, what happened? Uh, we made a miscalculation. We definitely made a miscalculation. It was, it was, um, it was a rookie error. I got invested in my, in my kind of um, battle with Tobes. You know, Chelsea Tottenham rivalry. Yeah. And because I've been doing London clubs carnage with him for a couple of years, and obviously Big Six, I've me and Tobes got a rivalry. So. First? He said he's going to do three. So I said, I'm going I'm to do five, you know, because I wasn't going to let him win. Do you know what I mean? It's very petty behavior. I was like, I'm not going to. But the funny thing is, is that when he took his three, he was mellowing down now and starting to wind down and starting to, to, to hit a state of, you know, no, re no repair. And he's sitting in the seat slumped, can barely talk, can barely do it. And I'm looking at him like, you're weak. You're weak. You bitch. So I said, you know what? Run me those five gummies now. I'm going to take them. I'm going to show you that you, after all of this slander, you know, because I'm more, I'm skinny and he's like, Rrr. so I'm like, I'm going to show you now that your creatine king ass is not going to be able to defeat the gummies like me. And I'm going to show you that okay. me, the, 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 the scrawny nerd, the virgin is going to handle business right now. And I'm going to eat these gummies and I'm going to carry them with my day. I'm not even going to even give it a second thought. I'm going to eat them like Harry Bows. And I'm going to keep it moving. Obviously now, turns out now the gummies are actually quite powerful. And uh, they did the trick. You know what I'm saying? They did damage. They did exactly what they said on the packet. And uh, we live and learn. Do you know what I mean? I'm lucky I'm alive, to be honest, because that shit was crazy. I was sent to another dimension. So honestly. what was you just, are you just out of it, I'm guessing? You just out uh, because animals can mess you up I, like that. I don't smoke. That was my, that, so I'm not, my, my body's not built up any tolerance to doing any sort of substances that are not legal. In, in the state of uh of this in the state of Eland in the in the council of Eland, you know what I'm saying? So I, I I'm very much following the letter of the law. I ain't never done none of that. So for me personally, my body was like, what the hell is this? Do you know what I mean? And so new to it. We couldn't handle it. And and it's funny because it was quite a decline. Like, you know, first half an hour was fine. Getting into the mm. second half an hour, and I'm starting to realize things are changing. You know, what what is around me is starting to become a little bit more blurred. I'm starting to I'm starting to see things are not what they appear to be. You know, I'm starting to live in an alternate universe kind of dimension. And I'm just, I'm just talking to myself like, yeah, we're, we're definitely on a downward trajectory right now and things are going to get worse. But while we're here, we may as well embrace it, analyze it and really take it in, you know, because we understand there was a, there was a moment where I realized I am fucked. Like I am really screwed, you know, <laughs> but I was still, I was still with it. I just knew that it he was, knew he was fucked I, up. You know, it's, it's it's very similar to the Manchester derby. And it's Mark Hughes at Old Trafford and you've got Craig Bellamy up front, Carlos Tevez. And I, I had Carlos Tevez and Craig Bellamy. I, I took a long mm. shot top corner. I'm thinking, wow, we're really going to get one over Alex. And then next thing you know, Ryan Giggs and Michael Owen link up. Yeah. That was the goal. Last minute, I said, wow, we lost. 
I literally sat there and said, Turkish, I've lost. I've lost the battle. I was fighting it because I was fighting it because I was like, wow, maybe if I just keep moving my hand, then I can just keep concentrating and keep keeping keep in with the fight. Because when you're dealing with that, the only way to not go over to the other side is to keep moving. So I was like Johnny on the spot. I was like, you know, mm. keep moving my hands, keep talking, keep, you know, keep interacting, <laughs> keep keep being a social being, you know, just just keep just staying in the game. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm not able to keep possession right now. I'm turning over mm. the ball a lot, but I'm just running. I'm doing a Gallagher right now. I'm running around, I'm covering ground, <laughs> and I'm here and I and I'm I'm trying to keep keep with the match. It's, it's a lot. Okay. I'm definitely getting out of breath now. Maybe I need to be substituted. Do you know what I'm saying? I probably need to come off. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm I'm in it. I'm 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 rattling yeah. around. And then it hit me, and I was like, I, "I'm done. I, I, I've run out of, I've run out, of, I've run out of juice. I've run out of steam. It's time to go. It's time to go, bro. It's over. Wow. I'm done. Finished. Hey, and that was hey, it. edible. So do that to you. So never again. I'm guessing. Nah, never again. If you when you head back over there, nah, nah. It's nothing to do with where I was. You know, it's it's nothing to do with where I was. Like. Actually, that's a lie. Uh, it, it is everything to do with where I was. It's everywhere. It's everything to do with that. Every time I go on holiday, I always end up doing just shit that I would not do at home because it's like yeah. I'm not at home, and I'm I'm a, I'm about to make that very clear. Facts. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in and my normal schedule. Do your yeah, thing. I'm not, you know what I'm I'm not in my normal schedule. Um, this is a break. Whatever yeah. you want to call it, whatever excuse you want to give to do some wild shit, that is that is Facts. what we're running with. That's the logic. So. And I, and I knew it was a vlog as well. And I was like, you know, we could have a house tour and we could, you know, do this normally like we planned on the plane. Or, I could, or, or two of us out of the six could get absolutely fucked up. And, you know, it could feel like the hangover part one. And, you know, Grizz is Alan and I'm, I'm Doug and I'm in the mountains lost somewhere. And, you know, just give it a little bit of spice. Now, yeah. you know, it wasn't meant to get that spicy, but, you know, it is what it is. We can't really control all the time. The creative creativity it just you know sometimes it gets out of control <laughs> hey fez you know that nah, fair, fair enough hey you lot make sure you check out all the big six um content from the new york trip as well big up to star lord i did see you in the chat obviously you've been a member of the channel um for six months so much appreciated he also said rookie mistake my big up to both you lads big up star lord as mm -hmm. well if you want to become a member of the channel people the link is in the title and don't forget and links in the pinned comment sorry link is in the pinned comment for the membership many great perks including how to get on the channel plus more and join the instagram group chat as well that's one of the perks we added recently and don't forget this show and all the other shows on the channel are available on audio only platforms as well before we close out people audio only so soundcloud spotify itunes wherever you listen to podcast type in sarcasm city tv and this show and all the other specials and all the other shows on the YouTube channel and on the Twitch, apart from fan calling shows, pro clubs and watch alongs are available on there. So you might want to like, you might just not want to have the YouTube app open. You might just want to mm. be on your way to work. You might be high off edibles and you just be like, you know what? Let me just, I don't want to watch nothing. Let me just have my headphones in. I listen to some podcasts. You may be cooking, you may be cleaning, you might be at work, maybe on your way to work, maybe in the gym, wherever that may be. So SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, I'm going to drop the links in the chat as well. Switching back to football before we do indeed close out, we'll go back to this. Matisse's thoughts on the Robert Sanchez signing. Do you want him starting over Kepa more? And where was you at with this? Because Kepa is another one. I've seen him get criticised heavily by Chelsea fans. Um, <clears throat> uh, oh, it's a tough one, you know, because to be fair to Kepa, he's he's definitely responded to his worst season. Like he mm -hmm. was, he was, 
he was absolutely horrendous under Lampard. Um, but he did recover from that. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it feels like now that relationship played a part because he broke up with his missus. His personal life was a bit shaky there. He had a shocking mm. season. Now he's got now he's got a wife. Um, and, and, you know, he seems to have stabilised his performance. But he's still not, for me, good enough to be like, I want to keep him. It's just fair play for getting back to where you where where you can be deemed as a respectful goalkeeper, mm-hmm. you know. But in terms of Sanchez, he obviously is not coming off a great season either. You know, he was benched for Still. Deserbi obviously favoured, you know, Still. Yeah, and, he did and, get benched. Yeah, yeah and right. and we we've got his goalkeeping coach Ben Roberts from when he was playing well at Brighton. So I'm hoping that he can kind of revive him. But again, that word mm-hmm. revive, you know, that word revive, <laughs> like his like, cod. <laughs> Like it's cod, do you know what I'm saying? Like we're on some sort of map and we're doing capture the flag and you've got two flags. One is one is one is Sanchez and one is Vlavic. And to be honest, I think you can only really get to one flag. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the name of the game is to capture one of the flags. You're not you're not you're not gonna get to both. You're gonna get a shot before you get to one one of the other ends. So if we're gonna try and revive one, I guess this is the one right now we've chosen. But in terms of Sanchez, I feel like he's he's a good goalkeeper, but he I've seen a lot of mistakes from him. And and listen, every goalkeeper makes mistakes, but I have seen some bad mistakes from you him. You see like, some howlers from him. Whether it's like flapping on crosses or it's a shot like a shot that I thought he should have saved that he just mm. hit, it just hit him and went in, or he just let it through him. So he he's 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 also got to prove at this level that he can hang. So just because he's he's six foot six, I'm praying that his cross collection will at least be improved on Kepa because mm. Kepa from from crosses is non-existent he's not claiming crosses he's not claiming set pieces he's not he's not being that dominant goalkeeper that i want and i'm i'm used to petter check and couture at my club and i need my goalkeeper to to dominate the penalty box i need you to take pressure yeah, off the center backs. Right. not not the other way around you put pressure on the center box <laughs> you got hands you know what i'm saying like you got hands that's a mm-hmm. big advantage um you got to use that and if you can't then, then i'm looking at you side eye so i think for me that's one thing I expect him to improve. But in terms of shot stopping and distribution, we'll just have to see because when he's not confident, Sanchez, or he's not playing regularly, the stats aren't great. Yeah. But when he is confident and he is playing regularly and he's got his goalkeeping coach, it's a bit better. So, yeah, he's not he's not world-class. He's not the solution long-term, in my opinion, but he'll do a job for now. We'll see, hopefully. All right. Fez is all about doing a job. Okay. And before we do indeed close out as well, what is the minimum expectation for you from this season? So what from Poch and the team is where you're just like, this is unacceptable. This manager's got to be either gone or is under serious pressure next season and the players as well. So what is just the bare minimum you're looking for, both in terms of overall, so like league position, domestic cups and performance on the pitch as well, not only as a team, but also individuals? Um, I'm expecting Champions League qualification, so top five. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting a cup run. I think you gotta aim. You gotta aim to get to a final mm-hmm. of one of the cups, and mm-hmm. you gotta aim to win it. I'm not really trying to lose another Wembley final. I know the team That's... is young, and they've, uh, I, you know, they can they can be young, and they can they can they can get that winning mentality from a young age. Let's let's just let's just go 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 from there. Do you know what I mean? I'm not really trying to be the next Tottenham where. We're a good team. We play well, but we don't win anything. And that's something mm. that Pochettino, people were hitting him with that stick. And I that's was defending was... him big time, defending him on all platforms because 
I was like, no, this this manager is not Tottenham. Tottenham is Tottenham. And you take anyone out of there with actual quality and ability and they will show you that they are capable of doing better than where they've come from. Everybody's a product of their own environment. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Tottenham is the environment. People don't win there. They just don't win trophies. That's what they do. It's them. It's not. It's their fault. That's their own problem. Whatever it is, is deep rooted within the club, in the history, in the fabric. You know, it's everything. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the crest. It's the color of the kit. It's the badge. It's the it's Levy. It's the stadium. It's Enoch. It's everyone. It's it's Same Lewis. In, it's Lewis in jail. It's everybody. It's just but, in their DNA. Exactly. But look at Gareth Bale. Look at Modric. You know. Look at Carl Walker. People can come out of there and still have a life afterwards yeah. they can still live to tell the tale so i'm hoping that's what poch has um he's, he's won at psg as well so he's you know he's maybe even at least started to build that that rep but yeah i, I feel like a trophy is crucial get a trophy so because trophy been, and top yeah, five and, and, and top five for me is is the aim has to be because we right. have no european football so if we can't do it without european football then i guess we really are mid that's well, I'm saying fair, fair, fair enough. Anything mm. else you want to add that we've not discussed? I may have not asked you about anything you want to get off your chest. It could be Chelsea related. It may be something else. I know you have plenty um, to say for yourself. Um. I mean, all I can say is um, appreciate the support. You know what I'm saying? Um, make sure that you're locked in for the season because it's going to be mad. There's a lot of new rivalries and battles coming. Loads of new storylines. More fish to fry. To yeah, there's there's more fish to fry for sure. There's all of that. Do you know what I'm saying? There's Is it all suits. in your hands? Yeah, there's <laughs> more there's funny. more suits. There's more suits and there's more money guns and there's more all of that type of stuff as well. Yeah, yeah there's there's all of that and more. So I'm just looking forward to the season starting and just getting into a rhythm again and getting back into the little back and forths and the little oh yeah, the, the season will be fail. Yeah, it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good because I feel like everybody. Everybody's kind of trying to play it down now. What they've got, what cards they have, they're trying to play it because <laughs> no one wants, no one wants to, no one wants to show their hand now because they're fit, they're, they're afraid to fail. And I get it. Man City are very dominant. You know, it's it's it's, it's scared a lot of people. So well, I don't think some... it's afraid to fail. I think it's if you rate the team or not because there's certain mm-hmm. people who think like Manchester, for instance, Manchester United. I'm saying I'm not in this camp, but people believe this team is good enough to go challenge and compete. I'm not in this challenging thing. You mentioned it there in regards to Spurs and just being a side that's good and don't win mm. anything. I don't. And it's not an achievement. Oh, can, you got a challenge. Can we win? If we're in the race and we can genuinely win, I'm all for it. 110%. You're not However, trying to hear this. Push, if, push them. Yeah, push them. But we can't win. Even if we're third favourite in the race. You don't, cool. You're not trying to be the bridesmaid. No. I'm saying this. I'm not proud of being the bridesmaid. I'm not proud of being Robin. I'm not proud of being Luigi. That's not a prideful thing. We should be mm. there. And if City do indeed fall off and we're competing with them, we can beat them to the league title. That's where I'm at. So with this mm. side currently as constructed, I look at it and go, I don't think it's good enough. I'm looking more so at next season where obviously it's dependent on this season how it goes. Ten Hag will spend more money. He will get more of his players in. Now this is your team. So whether I think it's good enough or not, you now have your 11 potentially maybe more, but the vast majority of this is now your team, even more so than this season. So I look at it and I go, all right, now you have to go and compete and genuinely be there to win. Of course, that's Prem. Go further in the champs because we should be in the Champions League the season after. Yep. And obviously the Cups as well. That's what I would say. Mm. And flawless question, who's the lead character, Ryu or Ken? Surely it's Ryu. 
Surely he's right, but that's not a shot. Ken, Ken, I got it wrong. Ken might be the best number two of all time. We sleep on Ken, actually, because they are close. You know what I'm saying? Ryu and Ken are for any Street Fighter fans. Like, they are like one in the same. But to me, I would say Ryu was the guy. But they are close. Ken might be the another number two. Yeah, it's Ryu. Yeah, I'm going to use that for Liverpool because they'll probably finish second. So thanks for that, Daps. Um, <laughs> yeah, they probably will. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this season as well. But let them know again what else you've got coming up in the um, in the season and plans. And I know you got big plans on the horizon, fam. I know you. But let the people know. Uh, there's some there's some good content dropping soon on the on the Big Six channel. We got a pool table competition that's still got to drop, and uh, there's a lot of drama there. I can't lie. Then we got a football challenge um, video oh, dropping, and that was good. We was outside the um, crossbar, you know, free kicks, all of these things. So that's gonna drop. Uh, Big Six is tonight as well. For me, content I probably come back with all you can eat Chelsea tomorrow. I will cover the community shield. I'll do the review for that as well, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, just more, yeah, just more filming outside this season. More, more creativity on the film inside. Just trying to Love create that. content that's that's not being created. That's that's just kind of that's just kind of what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to just keep keep the creativity high on on the channel as much as possible and try and show sides that I haven't shown before. Love that, man. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. You lot, make sure you subscribe to Matisse's channel. The link is in the title as well. I know, yeah, I went to get for this. I knew there was a couple stars. This probably, I know this won't happen, but let's just talk about it quickly. Anyway, Rahul says, Matisse, random question. If we are offered Mbappe on a loan deal for a year, would you take him? So let's say hypothetically, he's there and this deal can get done. Are you taking Kylian Mbappe on a year loan deal to Chelsea? 100%. Okay. I know you're 100%. not losing it. I know you're not losing it. As you know, Pochettino, you just you you Pochettino knows him as well. So you know, hopefully that puts him in good stead with trying to keep him under control. But Mbappe just guarantees you, guarantees you to be at the top end of the league. So yeah, for me, he's just too good. I to watch him at Chelsea for a year would be a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? There's certain level of player that. It's just a pleasure that they that they mm. played for your club. You've probably got it with Ronaldo the first time round, not the yeah, second. yeah, 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 yeah. You know first I mean? time round, he was ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's outrageous. We've we've got it with Hazard. If you've got the opportunity to see a player play for you, and I'm not talking about when they're washed and done. I'm talking about when they're in their prime and at their peak. I'm not interested in trying to have a big name when they're no longer good. They're no longer good. at it. That's you want to do that. You go to America or you go to Saudi or you'll go to anywhere else. You don't come here because we're trying to be competitive. But Mbappe, 100%. 100%. Cool. Because when I asked Lewis this yesterday, there was some people in the chat who was like, oh, they don't want some Chelsea fans who were saying they don't want Mbappe at Chelsea, even if it's for a year long. And I'm like, why? It's Listen, Kylian Mbappe. If it was like a permanent and, you know, fucked up your whole financial of your club and then you knew he was going to leave in a year and a half or two years anyway, because he's probably going to spit his dummy out. I get it to a degree, yeah. The, I can I can understand why people wouldn't want to, you know, go and outlay an incredible amount of money for a player that mm. is probably going to leave you high and dry and cause drama. And, you know, are you actually going to... If you if you bring a player in like that, you have to win a Champions League or Premier League in their tenure. You have to. Because they're going to give... They're going to they're gonna cost you so much that you have to have something out of that. You have to win a Prem or you have to win a Champions League. But if it's a loan deal, bruv, just let me enjoy my football 100%. Facts. 100%. I don't get it. 
You know what I'm saying? And Surfer said it here. Nah, Matisse, we can't get Mbappe. What about the progress of some unnamed youngster play uh, on, on some unnamed young player? And he put laughing emojis the, 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 the on it. The great thing about Mbappe, the great thing about Mbappe is he can play all across the front, as as Havertz would you, say. And you, you play him, yeah, and you play him from the left because it's Killian Mbappe. What are we talking mm. about? Like he's not yeah. better than every single left winger in the country. What are we talking about? People, there is not a better left winger in the Premier League than Kylian Mbappe, including my football club. I will take <laughs> Kylian Mbappe today, tomorrow, mm. yesterday. This is Kylian. Have we not seen what he's done? Mm. I think I just don't get it. I think some people just don't want to see their team. It would like be, that. it would be having him would be nasty. Nasty. Who does he not start for? He's better than somebody in the every, chat. He starts for everyone. He starts somebody for everyone. in the chat. Maybe a better left winger in the Premier League than Kylian Mbappe. Bear in mind, we're not saying this happens because I don't think he comes to the Premier League. I think he ends up at Real Madrid. I've said that for the longest and I continue he, to he, stay Forget there. left winger. He's arguably just the best player. Period. He's oh, just yeah, the yeah, best yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Personally, I think if he comes here, he is. In my personal opinion. I think he's, he's the best player. His impact yes. is going to be nasty. He's going to have Haaland kind of level goal tally but he's gonna have yeah. you know the influence on the pitch in terms of the general play is gonna be is gonna be mad as well so facts crazy 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 facts 110 i hear you and big up to rh as well good to see everyone in the chat showing love flawless like these shows uh from this week you need to do more shows like this man even when the prem starts again with the jamaican flag from yard hey big up man love to see my jamaicans in the in the chat and yeah man that's why i have to keep but uh, the reason why i don't do them too often is to keep them specials if I did them often, then they would lose the luster of getting a Matisse over here, having a Lewis over here, a James Redmond, a Nuredin, for example. They're the four we've had so far. And we've got two more. We've got two more coming up today. A United fan, obviously, Aaron will be on. And a Liverpool fan uh, making their debut, not only on the special, but making their debut on the channel. Then Saturday, Arsenal fan, who, again, will be making his debut on the channel and the special. And then Monday... We were returning Manchester United fan who has been on the specials before, but big up. Uh, Anwar says big up to Flawless and Matisse. This channel deserves so many more subs slash views. We getting there, man. We getting there. All you, you lot just got to keep supporting the manner in which you have. Keep turning up on a daily basis. Keep watching the live streams, liking the streams, sharing, commenting, all that good stuff. That's what I need you lot to do. So yeah, man, just continue to support. Like much, much, much appreciated for real, for real. And Shikar said sarcasm city specials here. And I'm glad you lot are enjoying them. I enjoy them a lot as well. Like I say, I get to chop it up with people who I'm fans of and hear their thoughts on everything, not just their own club. And Broderick Fall says, following on Spotify, big up, Ma, and see Poch doing an 0-4 Jose thing at Chelsea. <laughs> hey, big up for following on Spotify. Make sure you five-star us as well. Bump that up, five-star us on Spotify, please. Um, can you see Poch doing an 0-4 Jose thing at Chelsea? Do you nah. rate him that highly? Okay. I I I, I don't rate him at... at... 04 Joe's level. No, Joe, Joe's yeah, Joe's came in after winning the Champions League and was not only was he an incredible tactician, but his personality was ridiculous. Like I love Pochettino, don't get me wrong, because you know I wanted him to come to the club. I rate him highly and I've actually enjoyed defending him before he comes to the club and co-signing him almost, you know, to, to the people that didn't want him and defending him and you know all that. But Jose Mourinho is Jose Mourinho. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Jose Mourinho is an incredible manager. One of the best, and yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's and, and that team, that team is just way better than this team as well. Like, it's just not even. Let's just not even do that. <laughs> no, facts. Let's not. Let's not facts. even get into it, please. I don't want to. I like yeah. my team right now. Let me not rub them out. But yeah, they're just not. Yeah. They're just not. Not those guys. No. You're right. And impartial blue says flawless. You need to get Ma on pro clubs. Marshall, fam, you on FIFA? 
Complete side I, note. I haven't played FIFA in a while. Um, well, you're on PS5, be, right? Yeah, yeah. We're meant to be doing pro clubs, actually, big six, but we haven't been able to do it yet. It's just just the time. I haven't gamed in, like, months. Or yeah, it's just it's a busy, to, busy, I'm just, busy, I'm man. always outside, bro. Well, <laughs> if you've got the PS4 version of the game, you already know that you're more than welcome. So there you go to Impartial Blue. 110%. We're going to keep the pro clubs running. Good to see my Jamaicans in the chat. Big up my Bayesians in the chat as well. Everyone from all across the globe, which is crazy. I know I see people from worldwide here. But yeah, Matisse, anything else you want to add before we close out? No, it's absolutely Final pleasure. Final thoughts. Man. Absolute pleasure. Um, you know, I mean, we've been we've been collabing for a while now and um, it's always jokes, bro. This is where all we get time. the analogies in. This is where we get the stories in. Um, and yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, keep smashing it, and people keep supporting because this is a real one. Do you know what I'm saying? This is a this love is a real one. You need to understand. Yeah, man, 100. love 110%. Love for that. Much, much, much appreciate, man. Kind words. And like I said it's all about giving people their flowers. And like I stated at the very start with the intro, Matisse, one of the best out here doing it, one of the most consistent, and someone who dips into different lanes as well. Like I say, you'll see him on the, the premiere of a Fast and Furious TNT Sports premiere, doing big things on the Big Six, DR Sports, but then he's on his own channel, hosting many, um, hosting and giving his platform to people like myself, amongst many others as well, including Battle of the North. And like I said, that's a show I legit get asked about every single week. Every single week I get asked about it, every single time. And hey, big up to... Um, Right, that's a crazy name, but big up to you, my guy. You know what I'm saying? That's a great big up to y'all. Was about to say that I was a that's crazy, but yo, that is a crazy name. He's owning it. He's really owning yeah. it. I'll just call you PS. But big up, man. Man said Grenada. I don't think we've ever had any Grenadians in the building. So large up, man. All my Caribbean people love to see you lot in the chat, man. My Bayesians, Jamaicans, Trinidadians, Grenadians, anyone else, man. I don't think we've ever had anyone in here from Grenada. So big up, man. I'm glad you lot are enjoying the show. Big up to Daps as well. My two favorite content creators for so many reasons. Hey, Daps. Love, man. Kind words, man. Much appreciated, Daps. Much, much, much uh, appreciated. But we are going to indeed close out people. Lewis is still live, so we're going to raid him. Don't forget we're on all audio platforms. The links for everything is underneath in the description as well. Like I said, we're back 7 p.m. for a Sarcasm City TV special with my Don Aaron. And then midnight, we're back with a Liverpool fan. Big Liverpool fan as well. Big content creator who is making their debut on the channel and on their, what's it called? And on the specials as well. But Matisse, man, thank you again, man. Love for coming on. I know how hectic, you know what I'm saying, your schedule is. And like I said, your influence, man. Lateness is greatness. That's how you know, because that <laughs> caught on. And every time I use it, I always say word to Matisse, lateness is Appreciate greatness. It. I always say that. Well, love, made, man. Made for the content creators. <laughs> yeah, man. Love, fam. Much, much, much appreciated as well. But love, big up to everyone who's tuned in. This has been the Sarcasm City TV special with special guest Matisse live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Thank you very much for tuning in.